0: What is up everybody, this is Marshall from Limited Resources, and you are listening to Seven Land Hand.
1: It's Seven Land Hand! Woohoo! Brought to you by Good Games. If you shiv and fire a mythical horse, do you make a messy unicorn? As a reptile? Does of Gorge literally scale up? Do you have an ex-partner you think of as an icy manipulator? So many dumb questions. So many dumb questions. We're here to find answers to them all, including... Can you get antibiotics for whatever the blessing of Belzenlock gives you? This is Seven land Hand. Getting a plane home to the home plane. I'm joined by Skittering Surveyors Aaron Amaranthine Graham. It's Amaranthine Wall to you. Oh, you got another name? I yeah, another so one of them
0: double-barrel middle names. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: is he <laughs> like a? Uh, like your mum, your mum might have been married to like yeah. someone like Wall Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And uh, oh, for the first time ever, we've got self-replicating Mishka the Mox Matzol.
0: Wish I could self-replicate. That would be amazing. That would be great. Yeah, but, you could all of you just drafting all day. Every oh, you day. could draft with yourself. Myself.
1: <laughs>
2: or, <laughs> just be like great. always, three, find open colours. Three, two, yeah. one,
0: go! And then you all <laughs> join the queue. Win only one person wins prizes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be that's great. That's actually when like
1: kind eight, of a bummer. Eight yeah, that'd be, that'd be, that'd it'd be, be a soft. tough competition, though. It'd be very expensive. Yeah, because the, the other guy would be going. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what he'd draft in this situation. <laughs> uh, anyway, gentlemen, what's been happening in your respective worlds of geek this month?
0: Dominaria has um, has lit a fire under me to get back into magic. So Take that's your life. yeah, that's been my main my main thing. You've but... been
1: you've been on fire for a while though, because you well, store championship and. All of that? The,
0: the store championship thing was a little bit of a flash in the pan because I wasn't really playing much standard. I practiced for a couple of weeks before it. We weren't playing... Uh, I played a limited GP two weeks before <laughs> yeah. I won the store champs. So I'd done a lot more limited prep than I had um, standard. And that one I just picked a good deck and played pretty tight, I think, on the day. Yeah. Um, but but Dominar is I'm, a new fire. Dominar is a new fire because I'm just getting back into... Uh, Rivals was pretty... Pretty... Cr-
1: pretty crap. We were uh, actually discussing this the other day. If you get double on fire, does it hurt twice as much? I think it was as a... Oh. Mean, definitely, right? Mm. You like if you get shiven yeah. fire... If you get shiven yeah. fire... Oh, yeah. But if you got shiven fire and it was just engulfing all of you and then another shiven dragon came along and just belched on you, <laughs> would you, would you be going, oh, this is twice as much? Or would you just be going, ah oh, it's already pretty crap? Like if you hit a Balath <laughs> gorger with a shiven fire because mm. you've got two in your hand and you need to get rid of it... He can't be doubly on fire. Then you mm. just double yeah. shiven fire. Because anyway. kill him. Mm. Anyway, um, sorry. That's that What else? That cleaned up. Uh, Dominaria. You have domin.
2: our
0: uh, board games. I've been playing a little bit of Hero Realms, a lot of Star Realms on the app. That just got a new update, which has been pretty schmicko. Mm-hmm.
2: I've
0: been losing a lot this week, though. I, I haven't six. I haven't won six yet. It's been rough. Oh, neither have I. Yeah, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. On what? On Star Star Realms. Star Realms. Yeah. Yeah. The the cool app that me and Matt were playing, um, <clears throat> the deck like online app deck builder. Yeah, it's really really good. The new update's been. Really nice. Adds leagues, the mm. leagues
1: arenas, arenas. Yeah, yeah. Mishka, been up to anything in particular? Uh,
3: as a struggling uni student, okay, I've been doing a lot of assignments, but that's not every. Geek. That's not the I right get, type of geek. Yeah. yeah, every chance I get, I've been playing Dominario draft. Yeah, I, yeah. I drafted. I, I left assignments alone today in preparation and drafted <laughs> six leagues. So, six. Yeah.
0: <laughs> six drafts today.
3: Holy shit. Holy
1: moly. Um, other than that, we had that Gloomhaven session, which was yeah, that was amazing. huge, right? So good. That was like one of the best things I've done in forever. You yeah. know, even people commenting on the post for it just going, "This would have been amazing fun." And it's like you have no idea if you think it was amazing fun, and then level that up a bit. That's how much fun yeah,
0: it was. It was it was so so good. Like anything, doing anything for twenty four hours would be rough, but this went by like a flash. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. When, when people are like, "Man, how long were you there for?" And I was like, 15 hours straight." I played. It really didn't feel like that at, no. at all, and by the by the end of it, I was ready to to yeah. go with that next scenario. But I was I was falling asleep, obviously, because I didn't.
1: So I I, didn't went, slept. I think I went to we so we started at seven p.m. on Friday. Mm. I went to bed at seven a.m. on the Saturday morning, and I was saying to you guys. I don't feel like going to bed one bit. I want to keep on playing. Yeah. But I thought I need to because this is the opportunity to while there's at least two people playing. Yeah, And I came back as you left mm-hmm. and, we, and we got Did more people. Did you leave sleeping. as the sun was... Do you want to sleep as the sun was coming up? I think so. I think we yeah, were like 6.30 or something like that. It's hard. The vision like. wasn't yeah, quite okay. working as, as <laughs> I usually expect it to at that stage. Yeah. But the game, the game was absolutely huge. I think we spent so good. about an hour and a half just setting it up, but boy, we got into it pretty fast. And yeah. the amazing thing was, was just finding people. We got this. We had the stream going, mm-hmm. which I think you would still find it. Can on you, Twitch? Yeah, you Twitch. still
0: see it. I was, I was going through it looking for funny bits to like clip yeah. and put as the cool clips from the 24-hour stream. And there's one from about... Five oh, it must have been five thirty-six in the morning, just after David went to sleep. Where I was looking at oh, the he's board been at seven. And you fell uh, seven sorry, yeah. and, and I fell asleep looking at the board, and I was like, "Oh, oh I, I saw that."
1: <laughs> and Mishka goes, "Did, did you fall asleep?" And, he, and you're like, "Yeah, I think so." Yeah, I think so, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to do something. You go go. Do some push-ups. Or yeah, I have yeah. watched the whole thing. I, <laughs> yeah. I just went and got that timestamp that you were, you told yeah. us to, to look at, um,
0: and then we threw the little frisbee around the store a little bit. Um, yeah, and some like kick flips, the manic part of
3: the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, we yeah. were just
0: doing some like kicks and stuff, and then we went in and we smashed the scenario. I was looking yeah, for was, the
1: that was a good scenario as well. Mm. It was quite quick. Oh, mm. Don't say that. That's one I missed out on. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for the one where, because I, I it was about an hour. It might have been about eight o'clock, but I just got up and I went to the toilet and I walked through and I can't imagine what i said and if it made sense of it, or any kind of sense so i was trying to hunt that down because just came through and read, oh the rhubarb's growing terribly around these <laughs> the neck of the I woods like, and, and, and
0: then you were gone. <laughs> gone and i just came
1: back and i said something else about you know yeah. the state of politics in, in southern lebanon <laughs> and um, and went back to bed <laughs> mm. um
0: yeah it was uh, that was a hell of an experience and um we were kind of like skeptical about doing them in the future because they're a, they're a headache to, to yeah. schedule and get everyone like involved and keen. But we got just th- enough people and it was so yeah. fun. Like it was really it was really definitely good.
1: my last one going into this. I thought, nah, it's just been too hard to organize yeah. and to get and to do the 24 hours because it's tough to get people during night. But. I'm thinking if we can either if we'll probably still have hours left of Bloomhaven next year. Oh, we totally will. Even totally. if we play it every month between, because it's 250 hours of it, right? Mm-hmm. And we've knocked off 24. So it'll each. just take us 10 years of doing a 24-hour <laughs> stream. It's, it's, <laughs> to it's to the game. All the it's the game for the 24-hour challenge. Yeah,
0: like uh, because a, a game doesn't reach the top of Board Game Geek lightly. Yeah. And, um, and this is what Gloomhaven is at the moment. It's number one. People are rating it nines, tens, nines, tens, out the wazoo. Uh, and it it has a lot of appeal with people who, who go on Board Game Geek, which is like the, the authority on, on rating these kind of games. And Gloomhaven is like... I, I've never enjoyed an RPG board game. Yeah. Because it's just the combat is either not very fun or you don't get that legacy element of building up your character. It's either like you level them up in the game and then you level four and then you beat the game and then you just start at
1: level one the next time you play. Oh, there's, and and the ones I've played, like uh, I think we played Castle Ravenloft once. We just got smashed within the first couple of boards mm. of entering. This one is really kind of well-balanced well, and it's a lot of problem solving. Because right? mm. as you get stronger, yeah. the monsters get
3: stronger. Mm. Yeah. Because you can turn the cards around, which was awesome. I think we we were doing it on the... On the level one, yeah. To, we're, apparently, we went to do on level zero.
1: No, we did it level zero for the first one, and then we level put up on the level one because mm. right. we when, we're level we level one, so we should be on level one. Yeah,
0: is that correct? N- no, apparently. So one of the guys in the stream, me and Mishka, were like, we feel like we smashed that last scenario. Should we we be leveling it up? Yeah. And he's like, I wouldn't recommend it because the actual level calculator they put in the little book says add all the characters' levels together. Yeah. Um, divided by two and round down, or something, and we oh, were both yeah. level one and a bit, yeah. And then, even if we went four round, like yeah. it, it was like but
1: three round down, it was still just level one. And then, that oh, being
0: said, we walked into the next scenario and almost died, so you know,
3: yeah,
1: because <laughs> I think I don't maybe, maybe we continue to play on level one because not everybody got leveled up to level two, but we were thinking about going up to level mm. two because well,
0: I, I thought someone like, um, like Dan Soldat and Kai came back during the day. And played with new characters, or did they play with some... No, we some... just played
1: the same four the whole way through. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but you guys I... were saying no one played my rock my ruck no, man. no, no one no, oh, that's, n- that's so sweet. We want to leave Craig Hart alone for me. Yeah, but he's still level one, almost level two, right? No, I, I think I leveled him up. Yeah. Oh, so you'll be fine. The mm-hmm. well, next time we jump in, because... Like my 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 guy leveled up to level two, and mm-hmm. he's you know what is it? I think you level up at level forty-five, and yep. you got to get yep. to ninety or something like 95, that. Little, yeah. Ninety-five. Mm-hmm. I'm on sixty-five now. See so my if you've leveled up in your in the fifties somewhere. It's, oh yeah, totally yeah. yeah. And there's um, ways to game the game, wasn't? There? Like running yeah. around doing all the XP stuff right at the yeah. last minute if we lose cards. <laughs> but yeah, that's, man, thats a tip that Lucius was it Lucius the yeah, like, yeah. Make sure you just spend all your XP spells right at the very end. Luke Caspers, I was—I think I have him down for a shout out later on. But man, he got on board and he was just the—he was just the walking encyclopedia of Gloomhaven. Every time we were too tired to be able to read the instructions, you know, he was right there and we'd just go, "Uh, oh, Lucius, you know, what's how do you manage this?" And It was us. faster than looking yeah, through the rule quicker. book yeah. when, when
0: we were really tired. We we're just like, brilliant. Hey Lucius, buddy. Um, we've got a we've got an issue with like this ability conflicting with this ability. He was like a judge just on yeah. call, and we'll just wait three <laughs> seconds, and he'd be
1: like, sh, 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 sh. Yeah. like yeah, thanks, man. We're going to send him out one of our Seven Land Hand badges, yeah, and, uh, sure, and I'm going to have a chat to the people at South Australia, like Adelaide GG, see if they can do something for if he rocks up there because he was oh, saying he was cool. out of the out of the scene. I think out a out of the little gaming bit. loop a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah hopefully he'll be nice he'll get guy back thank in. you luke slash lucius that
0: was yeah. a, that was a really great was,
1: um experience it was really nice mm.
0: sharing it with uh, a bit was, of an
1: audience it was totally expected unexpected because we only sort of half put that idea together right at the last minute i was like well should we stream this we're like yeah let's do yeah. it yeah and then like so so i got i was like oh chris come in and, and
0: help us with the stream and then i was like oh, they'd love this on the board game subreddit. And I put it on there like 10 minutes before we started. <laughs> yeah, And it ended up being really good. Like lots of people tuning in. Um, the, the only, I think, complaint we had was from a few people being like, it's really noisy because we had FNM going on yeah, at the same like time. Like 70
1: people in doing FNM or yeah. something. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, end result of all that, we raised over $700 for Beyond Blue. Yeah. Um, mental really, health awareness. A few people so.
1: chucked in money after we'd done the final count. I think we got nearly $768 or something mm, like nice. that. Yeah, that's huge. Great, which, which smashed it because I think last year was four hundred and thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. So I set a goal of five hundred, and ah um, oh, shame and could why not? Imagine, could I work, you imagine? I work in a
0: thousand dollars and
1: yeah, I work in a mental health clinic. I said, "Hey everyone, this is what I'm doing for Beyond Blue: help anxiety and depression, all that sort of stuff." I had uh, one person <laughs> out of an entire clinic donate. Well, they say it all day they're just like, "Oh, I'm already doing the yeah. work." Yeah. But no, they're all skeptics. Anyway, <laughs>
0: uh, I put it in Actually, at my work and um, everyone said, I already did that when you asked me before.
1: Okay. Is that? We're having
3: now? Yeah, it looks all um,
1: So did the Spellweaver end up um, retiring? Oh, you're going to ask me questions. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, okay. um, what was the goal? Was it like was complete four scenarios? Or five four bosses. bosses.
3: Four or bosses. Four bosses. And the, that one, that uh, when we left, we were doing the... Um, The guard, the captain of the guard thing. Yeah, if you said the captain of the guard thing, captain guard thing. Yeah, Um, that was the third one that
0: he needed to do.
1: I don't know what equates to the boss. (laughs) If it was, was uh, you know, one of of those unique,
0: one of the unique. Yeah, no,
1: because the last one that we did didn't have a boss. It just had a whole bunch of hard bastards. So maybe that's the reason. I think we were checking it though because Daniel Soldat was on it and he kept checking it and we were half thinking about it. But man, you know, we were, 24 hours, even if you haven't the greatest time, yeah. we're a bit fried. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it might need a bit of a review. Also retiring him and starting a new level one or level two character yeah, would have been a weird. bit rough.
0: Yeah. Although they do start with
1: more perks. Yeah, oh, they start with your yeah.
0: hangover, uh, hangover perks from the other one. Yeah, cool. Oh, do they? The perks stay yeah, yeah, the same. So th- and your level you
1: can... is according to the prosperity
0: or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. No. What a game. What a game. If you if you don't have Gloomhaven on your radar, go watch a little bit of
1: that 24-hour stream and get get your hands on it. It's yeah, awesome. If your local Good Games has one, go get one because they're hard to get their hands on. Um, mm. Yeah, Locally, we, can, we get one, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> get one, it's gone. Um, We've right. already sold two of the six that are coming in the next order now as well. <laughs> oh man! But I, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't um, blame them at all. I mm. think you, you should get this game and play it. Uh, I've been playing a bit of Firewatch, probably uh, several months too late. Have you heard about this? Is this the no. So the the firefighting survival game in the forest yeah kind of yeah. but it, it's it's kind of intriguing I haven't really got into the action yet Mm-mm. but it's really interesting the way that, that the narrative comes about you know you you have a, I don't, you know, a spoiler sort of thing but um, eventually the, the character that you're playing has a, a reason for going out and doing this thing called the fire watch where you there's these uh, towers in the middle of the American um, like wilderness. And um you know, that's his job. Just get in that thing, have a look out and uh, keep an eye out for fires. And there's um, other towers you can see on the mountain mm. and they talk to you via um wireless and this as story unfolds around you and you and you're set, you know, obviously you set tasks to go, you know, far to the north, far to the south, east, west yeah, they yeah, cover all the map. Yeah, but yeah. things slowly unfold as you're going along. That's that's and it's awesome, really intriguing. It? Yeah. It's got a super strong sense of oh, what's happening? Mm. Um, apparently the game's not huge so like you okay. get through it I've, i think i've seen it on steam stuff. are you playing on um i'm playing on the xbox, on xbox yeah, yeah it was 6.95 or something like that whoa but i think um, that might have been a special mm-hmm, maybe right. just like but it's not huge so they can't they can't charge you 50 bucks for it because mm-hmm. you're going to be you're going to be done with it i think it might but like i don't know if I, i'm tazzling a I guess i think it's less than 10 hours of play oh, in okay. it that's but, for seven dollars i mean but it's but it's a really interesting story i'd give it if you can get it for a reasonable price i'd, I'd give it mm. a go um, I, think, I think it's set up for VR on one system. I don't know if it's the mm. PlayStation or not.
0: Generally, PC is the easiest one to just put it onto because the PC can... Just do it. Can, yeah, it can just do just it. Just do the magic. Um,
1: you guys played with VR yet? Yeah, I've done Xbox. I can't play... I got a, a Resident Evil on there <laughs> and started playing that, but it really it really got me like... Cool, <laughs> and, a, and a sense of um, just real dread. Like, yeah. It's so cool. I talked about this on an old, on a podcast ages ago, but... You know, you're walking around in the wilderness and everything, and they just have you start getting you set at unease, you know. You come up to these gates, you can't get through them, but you can f- see this old shitty house, and you go, yeah, we'll be going in there, I can see how this is unfolding. <laughs> and you're walking down a path, and you see this, like, zombie-type person just, like, walk across a the bush. So then you, And because you're in it, <laughs> yeah. you're thinking, oh, this is, I don't know what to do with this, you know. This is, uh, this is not feeling good at all. Yeah. Mm. And... um and then you follow this path. That guy, I think he just disappears. He's just there as part of the nerving process. Yeah,
0: I think I think I watched. Oh no, I think I played that. Yeah, I you the scenario it. like with the VR yeah. just here. So, so and you, it's just like you're like, oh, like <laughs> I have to be stressed about that friggin' guy now, like because he just like walked across the screen. And even if you kind of half know he's not going to come out at you, you're going to be like, God, I think
1: gonna- but the, the, something, something the some clincher going
0: to jump out at me. The
1: clincher and all of that. You circumnavigate the the gate and you get in and you can approach the house and there's a veranda you get on the veranda you walk along the veranda and there's a door that's just a foot open and it's just dark inside and when the vr is going oh. i do not want to go in there <laughs> yeah. if it's just on your tv and you got your handset yeah. you're just like ah, yeah just kick the door open zombies air whatever kick 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 Whatever. you just going ah, when you I, yeah. I don't really want to go inside the, like um i
0: did that but it was like i was kind of a little detached from it because i could hear them all like you know laughing yeah. in the room uh, yeah. with me the one like yeah. there's a little bit in there a few minutes and we climb down a ladder and you turn around and you look at the room and when you turn back you like there's a fucking body or something impaled on the wall there and that fully like
2: <laughs> like, like
0: it just shocks you Bar out um no uh, it was, apart it was, from that no not, not much vr, not much VR.
1: <laughs> no that was that was that was really 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 cool though because i think that the, the pro tip for that is depending on how scary it is uh, is to stand up While you're doing it. Okay. Because just sitting down, you can feel the chair beneath you. Right. So you kind of know, I'm just sitting down, I'm sitting in my lounge room. And then you get involved and then you go... Oh, but I'm sitting down. I'm in my lounge room. Everything's cool. You stand up, that goes, and all of a sudden there's a big space right behind you, and you can just feel the cold. And, and yeah. if you play it with no one in the house, like I did, you know, and this house is pretty isolated. Oh, I just get, <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible.
0: The um, the actual the, the weirdest bit was I played the one of the Batman ones, and it's uh, it's like a puzzle game, but with the VR looking yeah. around for clues and stuff was that
1: on the xbox that uh, Batman... no it was, it was uh, i played it with you oh, okay, like just yeah. in the house i love and, that uh you you put in
0: the headset and stuff and you're like looking around and then you like activate a thing and then the the place that you're standing in the room starts dropping and i fully felt my stomach yeah. go yeah. because it it does the full like jolt of it like so well that's that when you go down to the like back cave, i was dropping right? like yeah down yeah. into the back cave it so was... that,
1: that terrified me because I'm not good with heights. Mm. And so it starts dropping and you're going, oh, yeah, cool, cool. And it's all rocks around you. And then the rocks end and you're coming through the roof of this cave, which is just vast. And you're so high up. And you I was really like, feel oh, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's trying to hold on to the couch or so, you know, there's nothing there. that's <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Um, yeah. Firewatch watching VR, are you going to try it? I can't hook it up. Oh, it's No, okay. Um, my, my last one, I think on the last pod, I was talking up Lost in Space on Netflix mm-hmm. because I sat down and watched it with kids and the family and we were getting right into it. Um, but that was about two, three episodes. And then my wife and I decided, right, we're going to continue watching it without them because it's too hard to hook it up and they can watch it another time. Mm-hmm. And every episode from there has been bollocks. <laughs> and it's well worth missing. And I'm just not buying anything that any of the characters are doing. Yeah. Um, that was Doctor- Star Trek
0: discovery for me as well. It's yeah. just like, but.
1: Do- Dr. Smith is just awful i know i know you're supposed to hate it's a it's a female this time i know you're supposed to hate that character but even still she's just always doing things to try and benefit herself even in situations where there's like a group task mm. and the group should be working towards a goal she's still going nah fuck it even that although that'll benefit me i will to do something else which will make life difficult for them just so i can all be Classic. slimy and wormy and mm. and it's just like you, she wouldn't do that it's, even if she was as narcissistic and <laughs> just a pain in the ass as she is so that's I take it all back. Sorry, I apologise for episode one nineteen where I might have said it was all right and forget it. <laughs> yeah, doesn't last long. Anything else, lads? Now Dominaria has been yeah. huge. Yeah, Let's talk Dominaria. That's the big thing, isn't it? Let's get into the Dominaria stuff. Woo! eh? all right, we're back after this.
0: Advert. Every. <laughs> Every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special offer and a chance to win the game we review. Review! This month, it's <laughs> Stuffed Fables. That shocked me. I just, like sh- I just like shouting one of the words. Shout you know?
2: review. Huh.
0: Uh, in May, and while stocks last, Good Games are giving Seven Land Hand listeners 10% off. 10%? So he's got the hang of it already. Stuffed Fables. Yeah. All you have to do is find your local Good Games store... <laughs> Can I do it or does it have to be? I don't
1: know if that works.
0: Find a copy of Stuffed Fables on the Shelves, find yourself a staff member, and find yourself stating this month's password I'm feeling lumpy. Totally stuffed with I'm feeling lumpy. Now it's time for some listener questions. <laughs> listener queer, students they
1: are here, Mishka's here too,
2: mm-hmm. Welsh. Those mm-hmm.
1: yeah. no, Swiss, German. Oh, yeah. so, yep, sorry. That rhymes better. Swiss German. He's Swiss German. And he's Swiss German. Anthony Lee has uh, chimed in with two questions this month. Uh, I think, you know, he's thinking because he's out of the hot seat, he can hit us with the, the, hard with questions. the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. He, this is I I bet I believe, He thinks if he was here, he'd be able to answer them. Yeah. Like, probably would be. Able probably be to. would okay. be. Able to, that's why he asked him. Okay, guys, it's a biggie. This, this one's, his, I believe, his second question, and a more challenging question. So that's how it that? starts. The other, the other one first? No, nah, because yeah. that's further down. I'll scroll <laughs> well My teammate, Eduardo... Oh, my God. Eduardo... Javier? Yeah. Sejelic? Sejelic? Sej-elic? Sej-gelic? 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 Yep. Eduardo Sejelic says that when we're figuring out new limited fort formats, we should ask how good specific creature stat lines, power-toughness combinations, are, because they tend to make up the 15th to 19th cards in your deck. That is, cards in your colours that you aren't already actively wanting to play, yet not clearly filler level cards. The specific stat lines that Eduardo suggests checking are two two, three two, two, four, four, three. And any X1s. There's a question coming, I imagine. <laughs> this is the last line. This will be and it ends with a question mark. How good do you think each one of these is in Dominaria draft? Whew. So Let's break that down a little bit. So, 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 this is actually similar
0: to something we've talked about on the podcast where I, uh, this is my, like the Aaron Graham
1: theory of critical parent toughness in yeah. the format. Um, yeah, the CPT. The CPT, yeah. As everyone knows. Yeah. The AGCPT. Matt Mishka knows all about that, but we won't have to explain it. To the us AGCPT know. in Armin say, was. That's the Aaron Graham critical, critical parent power power right.
0: toughness. Okay. Oh, so it's the AGCPTT. You know, I think the acronym doesn't matter. The, the oh,
1: against to us
0: the put agri- puts <laughs> yeah the put agri- puts of Armin Kett was mm. two two okay yeah or, or or like or like three one you needed to be able to kill things with with that parent toughness and the removal lined up pretty well yeah with it
1: so you're saying like a shivan shiv fire unkicked will do two points of damage so if you're an X two boom you can take care of any creature yeah. of that toughness so if you then all of a sudden have it. A three power a three toughness creature mm-hmm. becomes a bit more of a problem for Shiven because you gotta wait a little bit or you'll use an eviscerate or something yes. like that. On it,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. So um, th- so Magma Spray in Armand Cat was billed as like an, a mythic common because it was the best removal spell in the set because you just it didn't matter what you did past turns one to <clears> four, <throat> as long as you dealt with that initial onslaught generally with a magma spray, it felt like you couldn't couldn't lose if they exerted yeah. their Gust Walker and you and killed. you killed it. In this format, the critical power and toughness seems to line up with the the common removal spells. Fungal Infection, Shiv and Fire, Vicious Offering all actually deal with... Um, they're all at common. They all deal with two toughness creatures on the attack or, or, or defence very efficiently. Yeah. One or two or, or one mana. Um, and then if you start looking at things like white's removal which is like seal away and stuff that Gideon, doesn't really care the exile. about the approach and Gideon's
1: reproach which is two Does two damage which do is it? two no, to, four for damage. four damage to yeah. an
0: attacker or a blocker yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then green which is the two mana fight spell so so if you if you kind of stack these against uh the the creatures in the format um which which I think is what Anthony's getting at yeah. uh 22s two don't seem that no, flash no. in this format no i don't think so so you have something like Bloodstone Goblin in red. Have you been impressed with Bloodstone Goblin so far? Not too much. Mm-hmm. Although I recently have been getting
3: smashed by them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just not prepared for them. But
0: yeah, no, the, the two
3: toughness really sucks, yep. and the two power means you can't get through the two threes that are, mm-hmm. that are always played on turn three. Um,
0: and then was his next one saying
3: he was two, saying
1: he's talking about two. He said Eduardo uh, recommends looking at two twos, three twos, two fours, and four threes. But I was just thinking the way this conversation's gone, it. Does this put a different weighting towards your one Because there's a lot of those guys floating around and they... Just become a little bit more difficult to deal with, mm-hmm. or they or they end up getting uh, a powerful removal card wasted on them if they become a nuisance. See, that's the thing they they just automatically block the two
3: twos, and this is why yeah. I think that's what they're suggesting is that two twos just aren't useful because mm-hmm. they can't attack through these one threes. That are, and mm. everyone's got a one three in their
2: deck. Yeah, yeah. So
1: you just end up with these null attacks. You don't swing in
2: because exactly. that's this guy's getting in the way. Exactly. Don't oh, worry
3: about it. So that's why I think three twos is the next one he's talking about. are oh, fantastic, mm-hmm. especially if you're in an aggressive deck. Yeah, yeah, because you can power through those one three blockers, and mm-hmm. you usually
1: get them at a decent price like decent ma- uh, uh, yeah three, three yeah now. um so if we're if, if this overall theory talks about three twos being
0: strong because they match up against um one one threes and and, and that sort of thing uh pretty well two fours then are trump the, the trump that so two fours are very
1: strong you'd be very happy with the two four. Oh, down everything with two toughness and nothing's touching it and you've even got uh, a bit of protection against things like charge, uh, you know, where you just, everything gets plus one, yep. plus one. Mm-hmm. Go, okay, I can handle that.
0: And um, they absorb uh, Shiv and Fire Vicious Offering mm-hmm. without them both being kicked by yep. sacking a creature or paying some extra mana. So if they're wasting their premium kicked removal spell on your two-four, you're pretty mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. with pretty that happy. exchange. Which
1: Anthony's right? saying these are cards that you're looking at picking 15th to 19th, so they're mm-hmm. not like your most valuable yeah. cards yeah. in your yeah. deck. Um, so if the format's hostile to two-twos, um, but
0: uh, but that 's because there 's lots of one threes that means three twos are going to be better to bust through it. That also means that four threes are pretty bad,, yeah. so I yeah. was really, really impressed with Keldon Raider at the beginning of the format because I was like this is just bigger than everything everyone 's got a friggin three two lying around yeah, so exactly. and you do not want to trade down your sweet. 4-drop for some, some, yeah. um, three, some crappy <laughs> Night of Banali or something, which is a 3-1. Uh, and then that's his last one, which is uh, any X ones? Yeah, X
1: ones. What, what about that, though? That's not good, right? They're,
0: they're also bad because the format is full of saprolings and, yeah,
1: um, and fungal everywhere. infection in, in black. And soldiers, a couple of soldiers knocking around the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so it's like as bad as the 2 except they have um, one less toughness, so they die to even more stuff. I mean, so. there's also
3: that 1-1 uh, that one, one flyer with first strike that really brings yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any, any, any X-1 that's mm. attacking.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and even things like Pegasus Corsa, which are typically going to be in aggressive decks... If I'm getting beaten down by, uh, by two tutus, if I just hold a Pegasus Corsa back, I'm halving the amount of damage I'm doing
1: and they have to spend a removal spell to get rid of my mm. crappy little Pegasus Because it's not what the Pegasus does, it's what someone who joins the Pegasus is mm-hmm. doing that you've got to worry about, yeah? Yeah. Um, th- there
0: is a little bit of... A, I'm just trying to Anthony it as much as possible sure. here, which is overanalyze and then come back and beat myself want at, fr- bust- at the beginning of the argument. We don't want Anthony to bust the blood vessel listening <laughs> yeah. to this I, to... I think he'll come to the same conclusion but then he'll also add the caveat if 2-2s two are bad because um, they get blocked by 1-3s and they get killed by all the common removal spells 3-2s aren't that much better because people will just play the. they won't play the 1-3s out if people aren't playing 2-2s two yeah. because all the 1-3s have kicker or, or they have some um, something to do later in the game I will not just play a tempo 1-3 on turn 2 I'll just save my Caligo, Skin Witch or my Pyroman- gitu mm, Pyromancer gitu. Uh, until ten six 6 when they actually do something
1: and then they yeah. bl- block a 2-2. So, yeah, really interesting question. But there's not a copious amount of um, removal in this, are there? Because like, people are splashing for colours so that they can get something like Eviscerate. Like Eviscerate, because it's a four-mana spell, right? Mm. You could splash that in most decks if you come across one. Um, and, you know, you've got removal there if you can splash for mm. it comfortably. This is a... Um, and that's only because of the rarity of, of getting your hands on some removal elsewhere, right? Mm. So this is a
0: symptom of uh, the set uh, uh, having powerful removal at common, but the format also being really, really slow, so you can afford to draw your splash cards or colours, and everyone can play an Eviscerate. If you first pick yeah. an Eviscerate, it's probably going in a deck like.
2: Mm. most of the, most of the
0: deck, yeah. 70% <laughs> yeah. of the time, 80% of the time, it which is one insane. It's well. yeah. got one black pip.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's not, hmm. no. I splashed for yesterday. That was, and then that just opened up. Oh, if I'm splashing for that, maybe some other late, late, game, late like, game, amazing so, legendary creature. I think <laughs> I played the like saga.
0: Rock, um, oh, you played Elders Reborn, and then you had Yago as a cheeky splash. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but
1: you got to play Yago. We'll get into <laughs> yeah. that. We'll get into that later on in our
0: Yago story segment.
1: Uh, man, cheeky with splash. With
3: the format being slower and the fact that it's so easy to splash these cards, is that removal gets quite rare. Like, yeah it is if everyone's first picking eviscerate and it doesn't matter what colors they're playing because they will just splash it finding a rival actually becomes quite difficult mm-hmm.
0: yeah so you, so you have to prioritize it more than normal i would say whereas over the last few sets you would pick an efficient creature over impale yeah uh, in in rivals of excellence say you would pick, uh, i can't remember what some of the the, the best mm-hmm. creatures at common were but like often you'd see an Impale and just be like, man, this creature's just going to be better because I can't afford to take Impale and not play it. Whereas in this, it's like you first pick a Eviscerate, you take a Shiv and Fire. If you end up green, you could just play both those cards yeah. almost
1: regardless. Mm. It is weird, though. Like um, a couple of drafts I played just seem to have... All of the removal, you know, I've had a few where I've been all removal, you know, and I'm, you know, initially you start off drafting, you're thinking, oh, removal, I'll grab yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. some more removal, oh, I'll grab that. And then you sort of get into the end of pack one, maybe you've opened pack two and you go, oh, I've only just drafted a removal card so <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> Sometimes
0: I like review my picks and I'm like, I have there's no creatures. There's no creatures here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One yeah. Of them. Was it one, Three um the this is the beautiful 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 thing about dominaria compared to all the last few sets that have come out which is draft is self-correcting if the tools are there in the set to make that happen so if everyone starts drafting removal really highly and playing these long game grindy splashing decks there's much more room for aggro and so you just go i'm going to do the opposite of that and just go one drop two drop a one drop and a two drop and decks that haven't made a play are going to
3: be dead. Yeah, yeah. what has been happening to me. Oh, Like today, my drafts, I got beaten down so quickly by
0: multiple decks because they just went, yeah, you know what? I'm playing a one, one for one.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. One, one for
0: one, curve it into a a three, one and then play the Pegasus. Mm. You're dead. Well, if, said, if, if green, you're playing
1: maybe we'll get to that later on we with were just saying in the Lano La r- elves in a forest that's like <laughs> yeah. such a great first play it's an play. amazing first play <laughs> yeah
0: um, so yeah hopefully uh, this well I'm almost sure of it draft is self-correcting and if everyone thinks the same thing the next generation of draft over the next few weeks will be everyone going everyone's drafting grindy decks I'm going to play aggro to counter that and then it'll kind of go fix itself in a bit of a ecosystem so it yeah. should happen in a good draft format yep the last yeah. couple of drafts almost been kind of on rails. Yes, which has been why they have sucked.
3: Yeah,
0: everyone's
1: freaking out at the table, going, "Oh, this is a hot mess that I've got right <laughs> yeah. here." But it always works out okay because even always works out okay. Even all the common cards, you can get something half decent out of. But I think we're going off track because we're so enthusiastic about dominaria. <laughs> so getting back to the uh, getting back to the questions, we've got Paul but- Butcher, Paul. Uh, oh, he of, um, uh, what was it? Little it's, Faith? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Ye of Little Faith. Sorry, no. I got that. He of uh, Three More Than You Need fame. You know, that the song he wrote oh, for Oh, the, the song podcast. he wrote for us, yeah. No. G'day, Paul. I've got a Aussie today. I've said g'day. G'day, time Paul. i never said that. <laughs> uh, hello, Paul. Um, what Paul says, what did Dominaria do better than any other recent set in re-engaging its player base? And what, if any, missteps are there within that? Uh, and what... If any missteps are there within that should be avoided going forwards. Hmm. Um, I've not been drafting for too
0: long, so I'm mm. not entirely sure. When did you start drafting? Uh, Battle for Zendikar. You've had a rough go of it, my son. Yeah. <laughs> Battle for Zendikar <laughs> and the which were two of the worst draft formats I ever played. Hmm. Right up there with Avacyn Restored. Maybe he... quit Magic. <laughs> we
1: can we can dub him now though. We can
0: dub him. And I say that's going to work. All the time. Um, uh, Shadows over Innistrad and Eldritch Moon were like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And then after that was Kaladesh. Kaladesh, yeah. Kaladesh was sweet. Kaladesh was sweet. There was plenty of stuff to do. Energy was a sweet mechanic for limited. Not so much for for Constructed. Uh, Aether Revolt was a bit of a bummer after Kaladesh, like, feeling yeah. like you could do anything. You could be aggro, you could be, like, five-color nonsense, as I beat Mishka <laughs> a few times. And tribal Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Tribal Zombies, but then everyone was like, cool, it's going to be super grindy and long and stuff, and... Um, Exert just dominated. And Exert just dominated because, like, uh, it turns out if you put two colors mechanics in attacking things, they all just attack all the time. <laughs> uh, and Hour of Devastation was actually pretty sweet, but it felt like it was here and gone... And we were already so perturbed by Arm and cap that we were like. And you were playing it, it on tissue paper. It, not,
1: <laughs> the card the card quality and power uh, of devastation. <laughs> yeah. It's true. like yeah, if, if you stock. if you perspired or if it was humid in the building, you might only have like fifteen cards in your deck by the time you're just melting <laughs> yeah. into the, into your board. And then Ixalan, Rivals of Ixalan, I'm sure we've moaned enough about on this on the yeah. podcast. Ricks! Um, so that's a good, that's a good historical look at it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Paul, Paul, has asked, what has Dominaria, Dominaria, done correctly? Um, what might there be that you know we could correct, or Wizards of the Coast should so be correcting this is going one, forward?
0: This one's been so gripping to me because I'm less than ten drafts in, and I'm already feeling like it's deep and nuanced, and there's hilarious stories and big comebacks and. Big, swingy, powerful things, but it's not broken. Yeah, uh, which is which is insane because it's this really fine balance of. Man, the first time I saw the run of uncommons in the set, I was like, "Holy
1: shit! Yeah. These are like the rares of the last four years." Yesterday's draft that I did, the mm. draft that yesterday, no rares, no rares. I just had commons and uncommons, and your deck was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I think I I went two and one mm-hmm. and I hadn't have a single rare in the whole lot I didn't even draft a rare I didn't even get one yeah didn't um, pick
0: and one. and I and I think that's that's amazing so uh we'll put that down to uh either them shifting like they've had enough time to react to the bad reaction to Armin cat and stuff I forget how often how far in advance
1: they yeah, make the sets because you got to think advance. you got to think like that don't you you can't yeah. think it's a, a reaction to ricks it's mm-hmm. uh yeah further back
0: yeah it's like armin cat um uh, but but the the power level of the commons and uncommons in the set is higher than what I've seen since Kaladesh and before that like Karns of takia and Karns of takia had a self correcting thing which was it was difficult to play your your three c- color spells and this is just kind of like you've got cards like Raf Capassionate mm. uh, uncommon yeah, yeah. Um, alongside Sarah Angel Seal Away these are just insane cards yeah uh, and you could get multiple <clears throat> of them. I've had decks with multiple um, settle the scores and like uh, what what are the other sick um, red uh, uncommon? Um...
1: It was me that was supposed to be tired. Oh, wizards, the kind of wizards,
0: wizards, lightning. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. Like, yeah, like and and just having like that sort of stuff in, in your deck, um, m- multiples of and just the power level of it was just crazy. Um, I think that makes people excited about playing limited and playing standard because it yeah. rejuvenates both of them in a way that hasn't been done in quite a few years and also them just hamming up the nostalgia thing to cool. get people back into the storyline. And even if you, don't, if you didn't read the frickin' Weatherlight story, you know Jora of the Gitu because she was a character from 10 years ago in the story and she's a famous commander card now. Now she has another commander... Another legendary creature in the set. I think they just put a lot of stuff into this. It's kind of like a love letter to people who've been playing Magic, new and old, and it's just
1: a really great. I think my my answer is almost the opposite of that, but I don't disagree with anything you've said. In that, I think the set has come out, and you know how people, you know, it's a common thing people are saying. It's like a core set with a bit of a a, a tiny twist to it. You know, there's a bit of. I think that's it. They've done things where um, there's no. There's no complex mechanic. You know, you kind of could have bumped into Kicker before and it's not too difficult to get the hang of. You know, Mm -hmm. there's not any crazy combos that you're going to run into that someone who's been playing Magic for years can get their head around and it's a real puzzle to unlock and you don't unlock it. And this has always been my my gripe with drafting. You kind of unlock it with about a week to go before the next (laughs) set comes out. You go, I've got it, and then the whole scene changes.
0: Because say in your position, you're drafting once a week. Yeah. Uh, It's out for... 12 weeks before the new set comes out. Maybe 16 weeks if you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um. If you're doing one draft a week and then sometimes you miss one because you're busy or whatever, you would draft the set maybe eight times max. You figured it out by like four draft. Yeah. But me and Mishka are playing like eight. Yeah. Like he played six drafts today. Just today. He's a madman.
1: Um, <laughs> and that's six weeks work. I, nothing to do.
0: That's six weeks of, that's work, six right weeks there. of
1: work right yeah. there. So, But I don't feel outdone by that because I feel yeah. like I can still come into this and draft it. And you've got a general feel. And I, I, that's always my criticism of myself uh, when I draft is that I draft like a core set kind of hand and, and doesn't have that interaction of mechanics. I'm mm-hmm. not too good at doing that. But I, I feel like this set doesn't mind that. And yeah. going to a core set, even better, that's fantastic. And things like Saga cards... They're pretty straightforward, right? Mm -hmm. You just, just, it's just an enchantment and you just flip the dice and do each, each, uh, what do you call phase or something like that? uh, Chapter, chapter, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And it's, and so it's not, you know, you don't have to try and get your head around what the new mechanics are, but there's enough flavor in there, yeah. And I think that's what they've stuffed it with. They've stuffed it with some flavor of going back and you're in this, uh, you know, um, this, this. World that is um, uh, in magic history, mm-hmm. and you can get into that, and you can learn some of the characters that are around. But it hasn't; they haven't overfluffed it with horrible and mechanics, and then beating you over the head with it as well. Yeah, no, um, that's right. And like you, and you don't have to know it coming to it. It's not like people that are playing for twenty years are going, "Oh, good, we're going back. I'm going to use this character, and he can do this, that." it's yeah, not, it's not that like kind that. of game. Yeah, it's it, not a history it can lesson. be that
0: game if you want, but. The fact that there's a cool Khan, a great Teferi, Jaya Ballard's there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Joira, um, and then all these, like, compassions and stuff. It means a lot if you care about that it's kind p- of thing. Pronounce pronounced
1: Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, Gerard Kardashian uh, from the
0: Captain of the Weatherlight. Um, mm. it, yeah, it's... Uh, He's OJ's friend. <laughs> it's very... Um, uh, like it's as deep as you want it to be law wise, and then it has this amazing like synergy that you don't need to build your synergy. You find
1: the synergy as you're mm. playing with these really simple on their surface cards. Yeah, you, can, you feel that, don't you? Like you can draft, and as you're looking at your cards, you're thinking, "Oh man!" And then this this card, oh, I'm doing this thing, and you're yeah. discovering little cool ways that they can interact without mm. having to be mechanics deep in it. It's yeah. pretty upfront. Mm-hmm. Like the sapling thing kind of yeah. comes out pretty quickly. Yeah. And you get, and you get what's going on there. The yeah.
2: other
3: thing is the the power level of the cards, like you're talking about before, is quite high. Even mm-hmm. of the, the, you know, the the replaceable commons and uncommons, which means you never have a deck that doesn't feel like it can do something. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you, if you missed your lane in Rick's Draft, you have a deck and you look at it and you go, this can't actually win a game. Yeah. You're so like, here, I'm green
0: blue Murfolk, but with no payoffs for playing a bunch of Murfolk, and now I'm just playing, like, a 2-3 three for three that can't be blocked by dinosaurs. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> yeah. just, like, your main dude. And you're like,
1: oh, hope uh, I play against
0: uh, the dinosaur deck. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, you don't win because yeah. creature's bigger than yours. So yeah, here,
3: you can pick whatever you want, whatever looks interesting to you, and make a deck that's functional. Hmm. Uh, mm. Well, and, and, and yeah, <laughs> there's, so, there's so much stuff we could go on. Yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul will...
1: says what? In, in short, then he said also says uh, what should be avoided going forwards from this? Um,
0: like, I think that they should avoid um, overdoing the the law thing. Uh, yeah. Everyone is excited about the new characters coming back, but we don't want another Gatewatch
1: on our hands. No, where, absolutely not. That was abysmal.
0: Yeah, I, was I, I th- people are into the story, but this is a perfect level of story, and not. I don't think we want
1: to see... Especially because it seems like when they... I mean, they've got a proper writer on staff now, so good. That's, That's the quality that we might actually get some solid characters out of it. But equally in saying that, it seems like what they've wanted out of their fiction up until now has been characters that aren't really going to offend or do anything a little bit edgy. Because that'll mm. throw it off of the Disney yeah. track, mm-hmm. um, and for these, the movie uh, that's coming out. Yeah, exactly. So we ended up with these, being a racist, and yeah. then she's not a racist anymore. Yeah. So we just end up with these vanilla Chandras and this, and they were just terrible, yeah. you know. And so I'd hate to see. I have to endure another lot of that again. Yeah. Watch part two, mm. you know, Infinity Wars with the, you know, with the, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the fairy and all that sort of shit. With yeah. The, with regards to the actual draft format, I do
3: think they've sort of uh, stuff like uh, they put tribal in the set. But it's not, not supported. Really. Like they've said, oh, you know, Goblin War Chief. Is it Goblin Warchief? Mm-hmm. Your goblins cost one less cast. There's no goblins that you want to play. Yeah, mm. I'm so it costs I'm, like
1: one red or like. I'm two. holding yeah. out for a big thing core set for that so we can go Gobbo standard deck. That would be great. I would love that. That would be cool,
3: but within the draft format itself. Yeah, you can't do it, can you? Same sort of
1: with Wizards as well. Wizards, they're an archetype, but they're not... That's what I said to Aaron yesterday. I was saying... Oh, I just heard someone whispering premonitions to me. (laughs) Uh, That's what I said to Aaron yesterday. I said, dude... I said, has anybody? Have you ever have you ever played against a wizard deck yet? I forced it today because yeah. I, I okay. was like, I have to. I have to see if it happens. And it's fine. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just a blue red. It's deck. just a blue red spells deck. <laughs> yeah. like, you, the, the wizard matter cards are looking back up at you, going, No, I they did, don't. There's <laughs> two damage here and there. Yeah. But, you know. and the thing that gives you wizards plus one plus one is a freaking mythic. mythic. <laughs> yeah, that's riff. That's riff. That's that's super riff. Um, oh look, uh, it's Anthony Lee with his uh, first question. Second okay. up. For Dominaria Draft, what is the best card that looks like a bad card and the worst card that looks like a good card?
0: Major spoilers here for Anthony's uh, getting past this card in every draft that he plays. Haphazard
1: Bombardment is very good. I hate that card. It's so good. Yeah, (laughs) It seems like one of those stupid flip coins and and, all that sort of stuff. It seems really stupid, doesn't it? Every
0: six mana red enchantment in the past has never been good. Yeah. And this one is just like uh put four aim counters on your opponent's um non-enchantment permanence. Yeah, non-enchantment.
3: So uh, you can't bomb had bombardment there, had a bombardment. Of course. Or the saga.
0: Also enchantments are like what I think of as ethereal things and if a rock falls in them it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um and then at the, at the beginning of your end step, so you always get a trigger on it. At the beginning of your end step, destroy a random thing. If there's two or more, aim counters left. color
3: screwed so many times because that. Yeah, because people
0: just go, I'll pick your two white lads and then they get destroyed over the next few turns.
1: You can't play your white spells. Um... So uh, it's when it enters the battlefield, you put the four counters on, and at the end the end step, you destroy... If there's, two, if there's more than two counters out there,
0: destroy one at random. Oh, so that triggers two on multiple turns. Yeah, so oh, it goes on the turn that, that you play, yeah. on the end of your next turn, and at the end of the next turn, and then there's wow. one thing left with an aim counter on it. Oh, so, that's
1: horrendous. I didn't realise that it kept on going. I felt like yeah. it just did that one round thing, and then it was gone. So it destroys three permanents. So if you think of this as a six-mana hard-to-deal-with
0: removal spell that definitely kills three non-enchantment permanents. You just don't get to pick which three of the four. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And yeah. and it goes in kind of every red deck because, like, so I was just playing this whatever sealed deck at the pre-release and I, I chucked this in because my opponent played Khan and I was like, I don't have good ways to deal with Khan with attacking, yeah. so I'll maybe have has Bombard with <laughs> him to death. Yeah. Um, he plays a... comes into play tapped land to make soldiers on his turn, and he's got a 5-5, five, five, a 4-4, four, four, and a 2-2 and a two, two flying as his three creatures. I go, pick your three creatures in your land. At the end of my turn, roll the dice to see which I killed. Destroy his land that came into play <laughs> tapped so he didn't even get to use it. And then over the next turn, killed his 5-5 five, five and killed his 4-4. Four, four. And he was just left with a 2-2. Two, two. And it's, I was just like, holy shit. This can actually just like kill the three best things on the board yeah.
1: out of a possible four things... And it's going to kill three of them, mm. so you get it to just to takes some time. Them. You get to choose the four, but then as the, they get eliminated at random, That's yeah. The thing, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this card looks like garbage,
0: like yeah. whims of the Fates yeah. or possibility storm from formats in the past,
1: uh, but it's actually good because the format it's slow enough to support something mm. like this. So six mana, destroy three creatures over the next three turns. Yeah. That sounds really good. Mm. And, uh, and a lot <laughs> and of people are saying, sweet. and the pitch is so good. <laughs> uh, it's the one I, dude that escaped the
0: rat <laughs> of your <bowl> <laughs> <that's> <laughs> going, And he's like, "Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> his mates are squashed. Uh, and the, and the secret mode on this is, yeah, pick, uh, pick four of their lands and they can't play yep. seven and eight drops.
1: All right. Yeah. Yep. That's really mean there. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, other than that, I guess champion of the flame, I sort of, just dismissed that initially because equipment hasn't been exactly fantastic in the last couple of sets. This set, spoilers, it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely been attacked for, you know, five on turn three with that card.
0: Oh boy, really. Um, cards that look good but are actually bad are all the legendary sorceries. Yep. Yeah. I I think... You I'd... cannot cast... Like, yeah. you You can't cast these with any reasonable... Um, reliability. Reliability. Uh, you, Jorgmon's Vile Offering is the biggest kick in the teeth when you just, like, you don't kill their silly 2-2 first strike legend and then they go, wants Vile Offering, and you lose because of that. But, but you... keep in mind that a lot of the time this is stranded in someone's hand yeah. and you win the game and they're stuck with this legendary sorcery. Because no they legends. don't have a legendary
1: on, on yep. deck. And the other thing, I played it the other day. The other thing is it kind of makes you panic-remove as well. Yeah. So it was a pretty lame board that I was looking at on the other side of the table, but I, and I had uh, bed was was out on the mm-hmm. table for me. I'm thinking, if he goes and kills that, I'm not going to be able to cast yeah. the Org Moth, so do I just... Blow it do now? It now? Do I yeah. just do it now? And so you end up doing it on so, some piece of crap that you don't really exactly, want to destroy. Yeah. You have
3: to as well because they will kill it. Legendary is yeah. said they're powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they, will, they are like the first to die it, usually. Mm. Um, so and, you- and
1: it's re- and it's really re- late on. So you you pick a card from the graveyard, don't you? Then you destroy their thing. So it was he had pretty crappy stuff in his graveyard as well. So it's like I should really wait. Yeah. But I, I wasn't like lush with uh, legendary creatures either. So I was forced to play it early on. I got I, it was pretty good actually because I had an IC manipulator and I got the um, I got the artifact from his graveyard. I, I wasn't there was the only one I could get that allows you to untap a um, an artifact. Oh, cool! So, so you just I grabbed that and manipulated a yeah. whole bunch of times. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, yeah, you could untap it at the end of your turn, step or something. Yeah. so I could do it uh, both For aggressively and turn. defensively. Yeah, exactly, yeah, that's, that's cool. I've yeah. had that happen to me a few times. Um,
3: also, yeah. um, Thalid Omnivore surprisingly strong yeah very the good card that yeah. a creature
1: so uh, what, what else what else looks oh, so I suppose we covered it with um, uh, yeah, legendary, legendary sorceries, sorceries yeah. anything like that mm. um, you might get tricked by a couple of the sagas because some sagas are really good some sagas just suck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah.
3: told stories about antiquities war being good but I've Yet to experience it.
1: Yeah, to see good. it. Um, uh, Eldest Reborn has been really good every time
0: I've played. Every time it's been played against me. Um, but Chainer's Torment, uh, I was telling Mishka <laughs> about, like, mathing out this dude killed himself with his Chainer's Torment when he had no business losing that game. <laughs> really? Yeah, because it's like, deal two to an opponent, you gain two. Deal two to an opponent, you gain two. Then lose half your life, make that big an XX creature. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I was like, if he does this, and then he, and then I hit him like this, and I hit him like this, he'll take... He'll go to 10 and then he'll take five and then I'll be able to kill him with my flyer with an equipment on it. Jeez. Yeah, because, you because you, your also, because you can exactly that. see in the next three turns what his life's going to be if you're the only one in control of attacking him. Yeah. So he just died because he exactly telegraphed he was going to lose five life next turn. or uh, in two turns. Uh, so that one's rough. And also the, the token just gets bounced. Yeah. So, I, look, I
1: haven't even got my head around blue. Blue was the first color that I looked at in this set and I it's felt powerful. like, wow, this is really powerful. Yeah. And then I've sort of found myself in every other. I've used, I've played with every other color except gotta jump for blue in, now. Just got to yeah. jump in. I know, but I just don't know how to get my head around it. Mm. After saying that it's very, Every the whole set's really approachable. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that <laughs> But not stuff. blue, though. I'm looking forward to you, you guys talking about the uh, the color combos and, and what you can build mm-hmm. some uncommons and commons soon. Thanks, Anthony, for the two questions. Matt Veal. How relevant will cast down be as removal for the upcoming standard? In my playtesting, I found it underwhelming due to most of the key removal targets being legendary, and wonder if walk the plank is still more reliable.
3: Yeah, see, that's the thing. Right now, at least uh, as of you know these last couple of weeks in standard, Lyra, Shalai, Hardikiran—these are the cards that you really need to kill. You don't need to kill Elanor Elves usually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not
1: a world of glory bringers and, no, and stuff anymore. anymore. Um, mm-hmm. like, and fire. Oh, this is in standard, though. Yeah. I was going to say, Shiven firing a Llanowar Elves immediately yeah. is not a bad play. That's been my, one of my favourite plays yeah. in the format so far. <laughs> they, they've
0: got Tell One Elves, Forest, and yeah. then I kill it, and they don't play a second land. They go, nah, <laughs> see you <mate."> later, buddy.
3: <laughs> nah, see <my> buddy. <laughs> um, The issue, though, with Walk the Plank is that it is Sorceress Vien and Double Black. Yep. And I do not want to be playing a through speed double black card to kill creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: the, the, the one of the banes of the format at the moment, though, is turn two Steel Leaf Champion off a... Um,
1: Steel Leaf Champion is just crazy.
0: I want so to crazy. play with that card. Uh, turn two Steel Leaf Champion off a turn one Llanowar Elves, and you have to be able to deal with that, and cast down is one of the best ways to do it. So I think it's kind of a, a bit of a format concession. Yeah. You cannot afford to lose to Steel Leaf Champion... But also, yeah, you do need to be able to kill Lyra. But but Lyra and um, Heart of Kirin, less so. Um, but like, f- Fatal. say if we think of the Black Removal Suite as like, I, I wouldn't say Walk the Plank is, is no. a main one. You have um, Fatal Push, which hits some section of stuff, Cast Down, which hits some section of stuff, and then Vraska's Contempt. Contempt hits everything, but then you're getting punished by still if Champion's already hit you twice, yeah. Heart of Kirin's already hit you twice. It does deal with Lyra really well, but then cast down. So, like all of them has their positives and negatives. It's gonna be really format dependent. What the yeah, exactly. deck mm-hmm. mm-hmm. out like?
3: I would really love to play Vicious Offering. That that card that seems amazing, mm-hmm. but you know you need to build around that. You yeah. can't just use it as a
0: removal spell. Yeah.
1: And you still got Corset that will round out the full picture for the the final set for the standard as well. Yeah, it? Uh, like it depends th- on where you tournament where you're playing. Yeah, we we have GP win?
0: Singapore, which is Dominaria post Pro Tour pre-corset so so we're really looking at just what this picture is right now now. and and this is the format we're going to be
1: playing and um Mm. Getting uh, pumped for that.
0: Well, we're drafting a lot, but like we're getting pumped for, for standard.
1: I would, I'd like to add for Anthony. I didn't have one for what looks like a bad card, and uh, I think is pretty decent. Is the Song of Elise. I think that looks like a shit card, and I think it got re- widely panned. Oh my God, that is but amazing. Yeah. It goes really well, <laughs> it's so right? Good. And, yeah, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, use like, like tap it. It's almost like a fixing, so you can you can fix for all these mm. different cards. And if you're splashing stuff, uh, you use creatures to tap for whatever color mana for two turns. Mm. And then just have a free hit. It's yeah. <laughs> so yeah. usually panic that's how it usually works out. As well,
3: Vigilance is indestructible.
0: There's no crackback.
1: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you, no, nobody wants to chump block against that, that.
0: Those cards have generally been pretty bad in the past. The ones that make you creatures tap for mana, like Cryptolith, right? I think yeah. was pretty bad yeah. in that format. But um, this just has that.
1: Just hit you for twenty at the end. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Socrates G uh, says, "Do you think Mono Red aristoc- arist- arist- Aristocrats is a viable tactic when I just want to pump out goblins?" Or do I have for this? Or or do I have for the set when they inevitably print out the card Goblin Aristocrat?
3: I'm not sure they will. No
1: print a uh,
3: Goblin Aristocrat.
1: There's Sk- Skirk Prospector, which which
0: is in Dominaria. There's just not enough goblins to make it work. I, I think goblins, wizards, knights are all going to get bumped by the corset. set, yes. um, because corset w- was actually a hang up from. Dominaria design, and they put about half of the. So, so they moved to the one, like, large block, large block, large block corset mm. model halfway through Dominaria's um, oh, development. development. So corset is actually the second half of Dominaria. Right. Um, so there's going to be more goblins, more knights, more wizards in corset. Oh, and that will seed enough goblins for standards. Yeah. If you yeah. really want to play Monorad
3: Aristocrats with, uh, with goblins, there is, there is a sort of. Uh, the Storm Deck and Modern. No, I was, uh, in Standard, there's a Godfair's Gift deck, which with Skirk Prospector, you can get Godfair's Gift out on turn three. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. So that's the, probably the closest you're going to get with that sort of thing.
1: This mm-hmm. question just gives me the idea to give a movie tip. Um, for those of you with, with strong stomachs, um, watch The Aristocrats. It's a movie by Pen uh and he just goes around and uh, sees all of his comedian friends. And uh, they I tell, to tell the aristocrats' joke. The aristocrats' joke. Yeah, yeah and because yeah. yeah. it's a very simple format, uh, I'll, it doesn't matter if you spoil it for the movie because the same joke gets told by all these different comedians. It's pretty much, and I won't do it colorfully. Um, there's a family, and they uh, are trying to get uh, onto the onto a stage. I think they come and see a like a somebody who's an called, agent, yeah. an agent or something like that. And this family rocks up and he goes alright so what the agent says what do you do and then they go forth and they tell what their act is and it's usually just the vilest stuff you can come just up with disgusting so shit, just disgusting yeah. stuff disgusting. Stuff. and it goes on for as long as you can do it yeah. and then the guy goes oh and what do you call yourself and the punchline is oh, the aristocrats <laughs> you know? yeah. and, that, and that's it but the, the joke is
0: that it takes so long and it's so disgusting that whatever yeah. the punchline is like it almost doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. Okay. but everyone telling this joke in so many different ways is really interesting yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that's what Socrates was asking about but still he, can, um, he might want to watch the movie uh connor jonath if dominaria were to be an acronym what would each letter stand for well here we well, go well connor uh we've, we've we made us do homework so we're not happy but um <laughs> <laughs> uh mishka what did you come up with
3: uh i did this last minute because i wasn't prepared digesting oranges might imply not all randoms incur apples
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. Cause you, cause you, like, you brought the oranges with, and the yeah, apples. Yeah, exactly right, the I whole thought. fruit thing. Yeah. 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 Did you have? Did you have more? That was, oh, no, you just, that, no, that was. That was. That was... was. Took all my creative effort to make that. And then. Man, I, you like, might want to pop. I think that was pretty good, <laughs> Aaron. Mine is a, a slogan for the set. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. That's that's probably why they called it Dominaria, because yeah. it's this acronym. Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah. Not yeah. for any other reasons.
0: Okay. Do original magic. If nobody approves, remember it's. Uh, Not Exolad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not Exolad. So you snuck in a, a, a ah. knot again. I I did that with my first. No, was
0: a a a a a a a. Not Exolad. <laughs> That's one word. <laughs> I, I
1: I went with a bit of a story. I've got two, um, which are very. There's a, a story related, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is important because a lot of stories go around these days. Is it, you know, Get lost, gate watch. Yeah. Um, no, no, it's further back than that. I went back oh, to yeah. the, oh. uh, the, 50s, the 50s, actually. But you probably think it's just... As I did, I thought it was in the 80s. Here we go. Dogmatics... Oh, and this one's got a few extra words in there. Just a little... little... Oh, Cheats. Now nah, they're items, so... They're just... okay. Dogmatics and Obelix manage inhumane nightly assaults on Romans in Asterix. <laughs> Love it. That's great. Yeah. I think that's what the you know, wizards were driving at. yeah. Yeah,
0: It's actually the story of, uh, yeah, Asterix the Gaul. Pretty much. Fine and,
1: runs. And the other one was just, you know, after seeing Infinity Wars, I thought, obviously, they're trying to tie Dominaria in with Infinity Wars. Mm-hmm. I think we've all got obviously, that. Yeah. We've yeah. all, all yeah. felt that. Mm-hmm. So, do older Marvel Inhumans need a role in Avengers? <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about Inhumans. i had have to look them up. I don't know. If Jamie was here, he'd be able to the, tell us all about um, it. Um,
0: the guy without the... Have you seen it yet? Uh,
1: the new Avengers? yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: The guy with the red face and no nose—it was, was Hugo Weaving from Captain America One, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Was it? Oh, okay. He but, looked
0: a bit different, but he was a Nazi and he yeah. died at the end yeah, of he, it. Yeah, because
3: he got too greedy and he <laughs> wanted the, um,
0: the the Soul Stone. The, the, yeah, it was yeah, sort of
3: the, the Soul Stone, and then he died, and then he was now his curse for wanting the Soul Stone was to always be near it and never. Oh, never be yeah, I forgot that. I,
0: was, I watched Captain America One <clears throat> like friggin' years ago. That's a hell mm. of a payoff. Mm. Although yeah. well, he wasn't in the credits.
1: Interesting, I think, but it didn't look like the same Hugo Weaving one that was in.
0: It was his voice, was definitely.
1: It? Yeah, I recognized. I was like, "This is—is is this Hugo Weaving
0: from the thing?" And when he spoke, I was like, "This is definitely him." Plus it, might, it him might, him might not one hundred percent. It could have been someone doing his voice. Is he Agent
1: Smith in the Matrix? What's his yes, name, yeah. Agent yeah. Smith? Mm-hmm. Isn't that Agent the name? Smith? Yeah. Men in Black. What are they? What are they called? Uh, Will Smith. Oh, it's Agent, Will Smith. Will
0: Smith that. in Men in Black, but they're called Agent Something Q- else. Q and and X, or something. yeah.
1: Uh, an agent getting jiggy with it <laughs> Agent Jazzy Jeff Clayton Lynn Clayton Lynn How far do you think Khan Sion of Urza's uh, Khan Sion of Urza Price will shoot up or down too oh, That's a tough word That's a tough read Clayton um, It's tough uh, It's
0: kind of unprecedented There being a Under 7 mana Colourless Planeswalker That can go in all sorts of Mid-range decks He's got high loyalty, he's got applications in modern, he's got applications in legacy, legacy yeah. potentially. Um, this is another Jace Vryn's prodigy, uh, Jason Mindsculptor
1: esque price thing. I'm right. expecting it to sell around sixty to eighty dollars. My question regarding Khan is a- he's not a white creature, right? He's not he's colourless. Colourless. But he didn't know he's number one in the set. Yeah. Which is right at the beginning of the white set. Oh, because he's a colourless
0: non-artifact. So,
1: so he goes in that weird place when they were doing all that. See, talking about over yeah, things. Yeah, all, all is dust.
0: <laughs> all is dust is always number one in the set that's, that it was printed in because they do colourless non-artifacts before they do white. Oh, the, so it's not the with
1: the artifacts at the end. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah which okay. is which is odd. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, that is weird actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what, what was the price? Uh,
0: I'm gonna hedge and say about sixty US dollars the whole time it's in standard. It
3: depends how popular it is, really. I mean, oh, if, it, if almost... it takes
0: off in modern, ugh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
3: It could
1: be a hundred bucks. It's good to see him.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, Oof. Yeah.
1: Lisa Hanger. Uh, what, I think it's, I think someone's. This is a recurring question. I think we're going to get this every month. <laughs> uh, why do you think there were no slivers in the set?
3: So I was actually listening to. Who, who was it? Uh, I was into in something, and they're talking about how slivers take up so much space in the set design. Yeah. It's just the don't... tribal nature of them, yeah. they're I mean, useless putting... unless they've got more. Yeah, and yeah. they take up too much space, so it's really hard to fit them into a normal set. So if we do ever see slivers again, it's going to have to be a, a sliver centric set.
2: Yeah.
0: The last time they did it was in. Corset, I think 2014. Yeah. And they were a little, they were pretty anemic in that set because they were spread over Naya colors and then they had a rare and uncommon in the other two colors. Naya, Naya colors being red, green, red, green, white. White. So that's where they had the, a lot of the commons and you could first pick a sliver, second pick a sliver and not see one. Yeah. For the rest of the draft. That's rough, right? <laughs> um, So they were, okay, actually all right and standard because you just built whatever. But in draft, you
1: want to be paid off for, for doing the tribal mm. thing. And these are ultimate tribal yeah. things. That, that reminds me of that. I've, I've really taken that to uh, the table. Is Anthony Lee thing about just pick the strongest card, even if you... Don't, you know, initially first pack, you know, first mm. couple of picks, yeah. just pick the strongest card and then start making more decisions about where you're at. Even yeah. if they're completely different totally. um, colors, I, I, I've, cause I've never really done that. You know, I've mm. probably made up my mind up after the first two or three cards that uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already into this, you know, and I'm... See,
3: um, the thing with, with, sorry, going back to Ixalan, it was too much of a, a downside to have to shift colors. Like your first couple yeah. of matter so much, so yeah. you had to sort of stick with it. Dominari gives us an opportunity to develop those things. Yeah. yeah. I
0: picked black card, black card, gone, hey, I got a green white on common, I'll take that as a hedge. And then green white was super open. Yeah. Um and I just like I can splash the black cards or I can ignore them. Um I haven't been able to do that in ages. Ages and ages, and
1: ages. Yeah. No, and, and I love I love that about this set. Yeah. Um oh, her... Lisa's uh, friend, I think, or someone has also answered. Uh, Megsy King said, "I know, I know why. I have a small hope for the core set. As 2014 and 2015 had them covered quite well. We can only hope." But
2: uh, I, mean, I don't like them. Too...
1: They beat me in standard too much. They're too synerg- <laughs> synergistic. Feels too soon for them to come back. Mm. If it's 2014. 15. Honestly, does yeah. Um, Hamish, wait. What is your favorite law character from this block cycle? So, what, what does he mean by that? Um, like uh, oldie, worldy. Um, Back in Dominaria days, from Alfred. Well, like sort of. the the main characters in this yeah. are like the crew
0: of the Weatherlight, and um, yeah, that's Raph, Capashion, and and stuff. Um, I've actually read the. the I, haven't, I haven't read the full story. <laughs> story. I'm looking forward to reading it all at once, uh, actually, because it's pretty well
1: written. Um,
0: where where Martha, does this exist? Martha Wells? On Is on the new writer? Daily MTG oh, so website.
1: Oh, yeah. um, actually, worth reading. It's, it's going to take a lot to get me back in MTG fiction because that was diabolical. And you, give, you and, give it a you and Kai I, were making me read it. I, I think <laughs> you'll. Um, I think you'll <laughs> dig this. Um,
0: my uh, favorite character from what I've read so far is um, Joyra. She's pretty, yeah. Go, 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 go get, get her attitude, get and, and yeah. um, she's pretty cynical and
1: got the got the wit. Yeah, got the lines. Yeah.
3: My favorite card. Because okay. I've read the story. In the for the Stowaway. Yeah,
1: sweet, sweet ass <laughs> card. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's good. Love the
1: idea of fungus coming to life. <laughs> Bimmy Dean is not my girl she's just
0: the one bimmy
1: dean Dean has got a question here in your opinion is amber mox under or overpowered and why well interesting story here when we two hg'd together and aaron and i busted our sealed
2: uh (laughs) aaron aaron
1: opened up amber mox and then i opened up my sealed and i got amber mox and And how many did we play Zero. Zero of them. <laughs> it is. It's just the same as its mana cost. Completely
0: underpowered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really, really underpowered. You've got to jump through a million hoops. It'll only get better with time, though, because That's they can true. only print more legendary creatures. But at the moment, I don't think it's barely playable modern with the card pool of modern legendary yeah. creatures.
3: Although I will say um, if Brawl takes off, you want, a, you want one in every single one of your cheap Brawl
1: commander decks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it? That's what Daniel Daniel Burns making a, a Brawl yeah, deck. deck. Yeah, I made a Brawl deck as well. Yeah. Man, uh, I should say, uh, Cannington, good Games staff champion at the moment. <laughs> Daniel Burns. Yeah, we well, got to knock that. You weren't there, were you, head. Mishka? No, I wasn't. So, yeah, well, see what happened. You didn't show up. Oh Damn my me. goodness. Um, Jonathan Brokenshire, uh, there's, I like that name, Brokenshire. He's a nice guy as well. i a, a game, great Game name. designer. I'm not, I'm not taking the piss all. I love that name. That's yeah, a good name, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think there are any sleeper cards waiting to crack the meta open suddenly? Do you think there are any sleeper cards? That's similar to what Anthony was saying earlier on, but this is looking at more of the, Standard, the broader yeah. picture of mm. how, how they might have a, a longer term impact. I, I think there's been, uh, I think, you know, like the way maybe... Maybe I, know, I was going to say like the way smuggling copter. We got onto smuggling copter pretty quick before got Yeah, but that, that was still we still thought ah yeah whatever. And um, then everyone started playing it and it just went into every deck. But uh, I'm really trying to <laughs> just have a quick flick through the cards and see. Yeah, um, idea. You're in the artifact section there, so I don't think you're going to find anything that's well, going to break well, the meta in any there. deck. You know. Yeah, yeah that's um, true.
3: Maybe uh, antiquities war. I haven't seen any real decks pop up with that,
0: but. Yeah, we need a, pff- a little bit more Artifacts energy. Oh, we do have a whole Kaladesh block, though.
1: Um, yeah, that's, surely there's something there, right? Because any artifact that you cast that's uh, from Kaladesh is going to trigger all of the. All the.
3: All, that all the stuff, legendary,
1: yeah. uh, the um, historic stuff.
3: I would have said Shalai a week ago, but it seems that everyone's gone. Everyone's kind on of on chain, that one already, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: they have been pretty well explored. Uh, I would say all the triple colour cards have application, even if they're not seeing it yet. They're kind of like the Titans to me. In that Yeah, there's
1: some really good yeah. triple pit cards. Huh? Um,
0: especially if we, there's a Theros sometime in the next uh, year yeah. or, or so. Uh, those will both be much more powerful than they appeared on the surface because they add three to your devotion pips. Um, oh. but also I just think Dreadshade is a good rate I yeah. think Tempest Gin is like okay Banalish Marshall is, is good um,
1: I played but- the Dreadshade I don't think that's going to be that great but it was fun to play with because yeah. as soon yeah because the game are you going to so- get hit for you don't know because oh, yeah. oh, ah, 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 the game is so long yeah. You kid going oh I got another swamp put that down there and it's like Dreadshade Tap, 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 yeah. tap, here we come. Take
3: nine. <laughs> <laughs> I could it blanks, like, damage-based removal as well. Yeah, if you've got, got mana nine. open. Yeah. Well, if I target it, they're just going to pump it. Yeah,
1: it's a sick card. It's really cool. Mm. And it's kind of a 6-6, six, six, like, by the And time you should really just it. probably just, like, swing in and then decide right at the end how much you're going to tap it for because if they yeah. just destroy creature... Yeah. also do it one at a time it. and let each one resolve so they don't lightning
0: strike yep. it in response.
1: Uh, what, how does that work out? so
0: I'm attacking you with Dreadshade sure you have a lightning strike in your hand if yeah. I go I'm going to tap 3 mana and put all the 3 abilities on the stack you lightning strike it in response Oh, so, so instead I go lose. pump 1 does it resolve? <laughs> pump 1 does it resolve? yeah pump um. 1 does it resolve? <laughs> and they go now I'm going to deal 5 damage to it and you go ah I wasted up <laughs> my mana but that's a safe way to do it yeah
1: alright cool All right.
0: Cool. Um, all right. Ooh, actually good answer um, Lich's Mastery <laughs> Um, Uh, I think Josu Vess Lich Knight is actually also going to get play in the future just um, because it's synergy with Cabal
1: Stronghold yeah yeah. and if Kai was here he would definitely say Rat Colony uh, is ready to pop yeah
0: uh, Rat Colony Tetsuko Umazawa combo
1: deck Cool. cool I didn't even think of that. Alright, so that was um listener questions. So we're gonna now uh, bu- we're gonna have a t- short break, decide which question we like the most, come back, bust the booster, and give the booster away after this.
2: <laughs> bust the booster!
1: <laughs> bust the booster, Mishka. That's how that rocks out. Right. Uh we're doing it in, surprisingly, Dominaria. Bit over a Dominaria, Dominaria. Shut up, you. <laughs> dominaria. <laughs> Because obviously, aria like an aria, dominaria, dominaria it doesn't yeah it doesn't really work for me with my accent that way. All right, busting the dominaria. You, you saying oh, I'm coming in for a draft, draft Old, dra- every week. Yeah, has made me start saying I'm going to draft. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. I, I um. Did met you said basketball, basket, basketball, yeah. Oh, it's weird. I man. met up with a. I know it's it's where, weird. Where in England? Did... Lancashire, Lancashire. Yeah, I had to concentrate when I was a kid. The only word that I consciously changed from that was. Bastard Because I was using it, <laughs> I was bastard. using I was using it way more Than all the other words you Dirty bastard I, That's <laughs> funny That's funny though What bastard? Bastard Bastard It works, oh, yeah, it works bastard. now After Game of Thrones Has been Yeah that. that's, yeah, that's right, true right. Actually, <laughs> yeah, It changed the whole Bastard uh, economy At high school In 1993 Yeah, Nah Nah, nah. nah. It's terrible, you bastard!
2: Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Listen bastard to the English person speak.
1: Funny. No, they would never say anything. Either. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran into an old friend today. This is Buster Booster stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not really. Yeah. Uh, from uni. Yeah. And uh, she always used the word fantastic. And I said to her, you know what, I just realised, I think I use the word fantastic more often because I hung around with you for so long in uni and you always used fantastic. Now, it's just like you just get these words and mm. pronunciations from people, don't I you? like them. Yeah, it's cool. It makes you remember them. Yeah, me and Zoe do that to fun. each other all the time. What does that? What word does Zoe use?
0: oh uh, it's it's been quite a lot over the last year <laughs> and a bit, but it's just been like oh, we we like no trade stupid catchphrases all the time. Mm. It's ridiculous.
1: We have a sapling token and an island. Saproling token doesn't like like is okay in the set. What you really need is a card that makes a Saproling token. Yeah, it's not a first pick. Yeah. Radiating Lightning is our first card. It's uh, three and a red for an instant. Radiating Lightning deals three damage to target player and one damage to each creature that player controls.
3: I learned today that that card is absolutely absurd
0: with Flame of Keld.
1: Flame of Keld, what's so the combo there? Flame of Keld's... Uh... Is it
0: Flame of Keld? Is yeah. Flame
2: of Keld?
1: yeah.
0: The, the top one is discard your hand. The second oh. chapter is draw two cards. The never third, play that card. The third chapter is all your red sources deal two extra damage to everything. So this deals five to a and three damage to each creature they control.
1: Okay. So you've got to build your whole deck around it. But never play Flame of Keld. No, never played <laughs> no, in the couch. No, no.
0: <laughs> Even if you Apparently, have. this dude had two in his deck. He yeah, had two Meshka in his deck. Against.
1: Mono red, two in his deck. So that's his whole gig
0: there. Yeah, right there, thing, yeah. just do this. Mm. Um, uh, this I have brought in out of the sideboard against
1: um, Sapphirling. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it's fair, fair for, right? It. So don't use it for anything else. Yep. Uh, Deevanent Trapper, two and a white for a three-two creature human archer. Whenever you cast a historic spell, tap target creature and opponent controls.
3: We're talking about this three-two stat before. Yeah. Prime example. You like this?
1: I, I, I
0: think it's fine. I don't think it's fantastic.
3: Is it mm.
1: just for the three mana for the three two? <laughs> yeah,
0: <Because> honestly. <laughs> so often I've been like, yeah, cool. Attack with my Devon Trapper. They're like, yeah, all right. And then I go, post-combat, play a, oh shit, play a legendary thing. And then the trigger goes on the uh, stack of Magical. I'm like, should have done that before, but I just forget that this card has abilities because it doesn't trigger very
1: often. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. Yeah. You, you certainly wouldn't. You don't pick this card dependent on whether you're getting um, uh, the historic. historic spells, really. Mm,
0: it's a good aggressive card, honestly. Like, I've made it, I've made it fly with Pegasus Corsa more than I've actually tapped down stuff with
1: it yeah. by playing historic Pegasus Corsa. So good, oh so yeah, that That's a game. That's a, a deck change um, if you get that early. This enough.
0: is the pick so far. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh,
1: Syncopate uh, is back. Oh, got, got a challenger for Devon and Ooh, Archer. Yeah. Trapper. Uh, X and a blue for an instant counter target spell unless its controller pays X if that spell is countered this way exile it instead of putting it into the owner's graveyard
3: this is fantastic I think
1: it's really good it's like the
0: kind of like the blue common removal spell yeah. um, if you get ahead on the board you are never not countering something that they play with this and god food mm-hmm. they get stuck on lands yep yeah. mm-hmm. um, I've played someone went island to island I was like it's got nothing it doesn't have a wizard out. It can't thing. Forgot the syncopate was in the format. Played my legend on turn three. Syncopated it for one. I lost that game because I didn't draw another creature.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it's, it's just really good. It's really flexible. Is this just
1: working on the most time people like turn four, tap four, lands, curve play out, best? Yeah, yeah curve mm-hmm. out, right? Yep. So in that sense, you, you play this. So you could just play this. If they're a tapped out, you just play this for one. Control yeah. page yep. X. Mm-hmm. So zero, so zero, So that's what that guy did blue. against me. He just had island, island out. And he went blue and one.
0: Make you pay one extra for that spell. I didn't have one extra, so I the spell got. Does involved. X have to be a
1: value? Yes, it does have to be a value. Right. Well, otherwise it just pays zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. pay zero. Yeah. yeah you you, you really could do it if you wanted zero. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get you. Yeah. So you just need at least one.
0: Um, it also scales up the later in the game. So they go, man, tap eight for my seven-seven Baloth. Yeah. You just go, count it for two, and they go,
2: oh. It is highly (laughs) relevant
0: that
3: Kicker is a thing in this format, and that is a really good answer to Kicker because they have to tap big,
0: and you have a very cheap answer to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have played zero syncopates in this format so far. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Me too, because I'm afraid of playing blue still. I've got to get my my head around it. Uh, More up my alley is uh, Mammoth Spider. Four and a green for a 3-5. Spider with reach. This guy's a bit of a nuisance, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's talking about power and toughness.
0: This is my, my pick right now.
1: Mm-hmm. I love yeah. this
0: spider. Um yeah, we were talking about that the uh, the AG this, the critical power and toughness of the format, and this just blocks everything. Yeah. It blocks a balloth gorger, it blocks the three two flyers. it blocks the Sphinx, uh it attacks pretty well. Um Wears a sword really oh, nicely. Yeah. He's just a big boy. He's he's one of the biggest things at Common, and he's. Uh, I was playing
1: against a guy with two ball gorges, gold gorgers, two mammoth spiders, and it was just you know it was just so hard to deal with. Yeah, so kind of of much of toughness. I don't have enough um, removal for mm. all of that. You know, uh, does I, randomly do a vicious offering, but whatever. Mm. Everything does. Not even have a sword on it. <laughs> This one thematically, this is exactly my kind of card. Uh, it's, I don't think it is actually, but feral abomination, five, <laughs> five and a black for a five-five thrall with death touch. Talk actually, about overkill on a five-five, and five,
0: I don't yeah. think you need death touch. Um, yeah. You don't. You don't need. You just want one. It de- all it does is de incentivize them from double blocking with two oh, okay. three with two three threes because then they lose both instead of just one. Yeah. Uh, I have not played this card at all because it's six I'd rather play Partic Wanderer, which is the artifact one, and also Lingering Phantom, which you can pay black to get back from your graveyard. Mm-hmm. It's also a six drop. It's a five four. Like it's pretty yeah, interchangeable. A, uh, Historic spell. You get it back from your graveyard. Okay. Yeah. Both of those are better than this. Would you yeah, agree? Yeah. yeah. Probably.
1: It's always that, that you know, I, I sort of got it locked into my head that death touch is always a defensive um, um, mechanic or ability. And then, you know, when you get cards like this, you don't want to leave your 5-5. Five five. If you're playing 6 mm. mana for 5-5, five five, you don't just want to sit there just to yeah. stop them from attacking. You kind of want to be hitting them with it, right? Mm.
0: Uh, it, it, it does, yeah, all, all it does is like stop two mammoth spiders from blocking it. But it doesn't even stop it because i will just do that to trade for your 5-5 five five death touch light. Like.
1: Yeah, It still just gets chump blocked by separate links. Voltaic Servant 2 for a two colors for a 1 3 artifact creature construct at the beginning of your end step untap target artifact. This is the one you're talking
3: about before that you reanimated with um, yeah. yeah. I, see, I, see, <laughs> so I see
1: manipulator. Yeah. So at the beginning of my end step I just kept on untapping Ice Manipulator and I give him give him some on the uh, on the defensive or the attack. <laughs> yeah, it was great.
3: cool combo in this format. There's a rare uh, 7 7 for 4 that comes in tapped as an artifact creature. And this untaps just, untaps it for free. just untaps it for free. Yeah. Every turn. Um, it's like it's got vigilance.
0: Uh, yeah, that's uh, what's Traxos, Scourge of Krug. Outside of Icy Manipulator, a oh, real yeah. buttload of historic triggers or Traxos,
1: I wouldn't play this no. in my deck.
3: No, I wouldn't. Unless you really want a 1 3 or historic triggers. Mm
2: hmm.
1: Yeah, the less said about that, the better. Ooh, potential first pick here Eviscerate. Uh, three and a black for a sorcery speed. Destroy target creature. And there's a guy getting a big bit of eviscerating through his chest. <laughs> yep, yep, take it, yeah. Yep, taking it. <laughs> so yeah. right now, that's good. the one. Splashable, powerful. Mm. Speak of the Pardic Warrior, Wanderer Devil. It's a six colorless mana for a 5 5 Golem with trample. Yeah, it's good. That's all right. a good, just like a filler card, he's not gonna do anything special. But, yeah, it's you know, it's a filler end. card. I could have certainly used him the other day, you know that green white deck I was talking about and, where and your scrounge- can to nothing. This is
0: all you scrounge yeah. for. You just want a friggin' five five yeah. trample. Um, yeah. <laughs> I played him in the top end of those green decks that have a little ramp and then just not enough ooh, end game juice. And no, five five trample's fine.
1: Yeah. All right, cool, cool. Don't be put off by the sounds of the bush falling on the shed. <laughs> Sometimes it's creatures. That's what's happening outside. <laughs> All right, Pardic Wanderer. Okay, oh, here we go. I think uh, Mishka and I are going to be excited about this. Let's see what Aaron thinks. It's sapling migration, one and a green for a sorcery that creates two 1-1 one, one green sapling creature tokens. You can kick it for four, and if this spell was kicked, create four of those tokens instead. Oh, my goodness. This card's kind of so good.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. It's like... It's so innocuous, but it's so
1: good. Every
0: time (laughs) I'm winning on the board, I'm just like, man, I'm just hitting them with like a 4-4 and a 3-3 every turn. They got nothing. They just go sapling migration kicked. I go, oh,
1: oh. They got four bodies. It's like four chump blocks. It's so annoying. And then Song of Fraley's appears. And you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) And they kick another one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'd yeah, still, yeah. it's good. It's really good. I know. I'd still, I'd, st- I, I would pick Eviscerate still because I I'd think that Eviscerate. leaves me yeah, open yeah. for everything, right?
0: But um, it, if it's good at two and if it's good at six, I mean, that's a great card. That's a fantastic yeah, fantastic card. It's very versatile and flexible. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and also, just the one ones, that do all sorts of stuff. They carry equipment really well. They get buffed by Spore
1: Crown I haven't. I haven't. You know, I've I've heard of equipment, but I haven't inhaled yet. Uh, I haven't (laughs) touched it. You're strong into things like jousting lands. (laughs) Too colourless for an artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two plus O. As long as it's your turn, equipped creature has first strike and its equipped cost is three, which just makes me feel like... It always makes me feel Gross. Uh, buying a piece of equipment and then equipping it and then that creature dies and it just falls off and mm. lays in the dirt and then you got to pay another 3 to get it <laughs> on your next sapling or whatever piece of crap and of then he dies and so. It yeah. Yeah. you got to use magic to bind it to its arm so it can't drop it. Yeah. Stupid armless saplings. Like in Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Made of the Groot's arm. Um, Jousting lands?
0: Jousting... Uh, hey, it's good. I actually, actually want in, play it. I actually want one in most of my decks... Uh, what I want is something to do when I flood, which uh, which is going to happen in some games that you play. More in games that I play, apparently. Oh, okay, you just want to spend your excess mana I just want, on equipment. Yeah, shit. I just want to go, hey, I got a, a flyer, I got six mana, nothing to spend it on because I drew another land for the turn. I'd rather just have another
1: creature or something. Oh, of course, better. Of course
0: right? I would as well, but like... You can do that by not putting
1: this in your deck and having a creature card there. This is
0: this is one of one or two cards that I want in my deck as flood insurance, which is what I call it. Yeah, which is different to just literally getting flood insurance. AGFI. (laughs) Aaron Graham flood insurance. (laughs) AGFI. Yeah. Um, Flood insurance is something on board to put your mana into to break past stalls when the board is gummed up. So if the board is gummed up with a bunch of 22s a bunch of 33s whatever the thing that's going to get you past that point is attacking profitably and attacking with a giving giving it plus 2 plus 0 on first strike on the attack is huge is huge and 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 like it changes like they can't just keep chump blocking that because or they can't keep blocking it because the first strike means that they are blocking unprofitably so this actually gives you something to do with your excess saplings lying around um, and you can equip it on something else afterwards, and just give it the power boost. Have you have you liked it so far? I loved
3: it. I've loved it. like having one, at least one in the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, when you start getting into two range, it starts getting yeah. a bit annoying when you draw two at once. But yep. it's just a good card. I just I just want one. Mm. This is the this is what I was referencing to before. How equipment is actually decent in the set. Yeah. And it took me a while to start picking this card. No, I'm not
1: having it. <laughs> you Hello? gotta give it. You gotta give it a go. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: no, I probably do. Wait, you've uh, you been bashed by a giant spider with your first no.
1: strike. <laughs> <Or> what's <laughs> his name? Quande. Quande. Qu- Quende Oh, oh. That's, that's a combo. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: yeah. And David the...
1: pulled off
0: the um, the fervent strike. Oh, yeah? uh Quende combo and draft. <laughs> that was pretty sick.
1: Um, what's the deal? Is it? What was it? Warlords. Warlords.
2: Fury. Warlords.
1: Fury.
0: Fury sorry. Like yeah. yeah. Not fervent strike. That's the. the...
1: I had. Uh, uh, isn't there a piece of equipment that uh, you pay? Maybe you pay it to equip it the first time, and then it just pings off on something uh, else. Four Bears so- Blade. That's a rare, though. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's not worry about the rare. It's very good. All that right. card's really good. Five. That's the sort of equipment I don't mind. I just want to pay for something once, and mm. then it's either dead or it's deading the other person. <laughs> uh, five Fist Adept is our first uncommon. It's four and a red for a three-three creature, human wizard for your... Non existent wizard decks. When five fist adept enters the battlefield, it deals X damage to target creature and opponent controls, where X is the number of wizards you control. Wizard matters. Definitely paying something for one when it enters because it counts
0: itself. Do you have any of these in your Uh, forced wizards deck? This is the payoff, I think. Otherwise, you're paying five. five I just haven't
3: haven't seen I haven't played against it yet.
0: So if if you paid five mana for a 3 3 that dealt three to a creature when it came in, that would be incredible. I think this is where you start the yeah, Wizards deck probably, at. Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So you see this and you think... And then I'm wizards playing and like, the vanilla 2-3, because... Are am playing all those, like, 1-3 crappy Wizard cards that yeah. are floating
0: around? Yeah, 2 Pyromancer, or whatever. Yeah, no, this this is on. the actual payoff, yeah. because this is an uncommon... You can pick up multiples, because not every deck wants them. Yeah. And uh, you just randomly pick a bunch of Are they going to hold up
1: their own in the deck, though? Because, like, you know, cause this, if it's if it's a build around side side, this... Uh, sounding thing, mm. you might never see Firefist Adept and then all you do is just draw loads of these crappy wizard cards that you'd normally pass on to the next guy. All the wizards are like,
0: okay, you you have Academy, Journey Mage, you've got a 3-mana three 3-2, three you have um, uh, we'll yeah. Vanilla yeah. Two, three, yeah. the vanilla 2-3. But you're not
1: first picking, like if it's Ken a Sapling, Migration or Firefist i just Adept. always pick yeah. Sapling, yeah. Migration. Yeah, because you yeah. feel like you're going to get more chance of doing something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. I don't know.
0: It might be something that you see in the first couple picks and you go, I think this is going to wheel back to me. And then if you see a second one, then you have two Firefist Adepts, then all then, your Wizards yeah. oh, okay. are crazy. Yeah, You might grab the second mm-hmm. one and hope the other
3: one...
1: Comes this back. is
0: about recognising the archetypes open. The other problem with the Wizards yeah. archetype is, I mean,
3: sure, the, um, the Bounce Wizard, it's... It's good. Yeah. It, it, but that's, that's five mana as also well. Oh, it costs five. Yeah, so, sure, it costs four if you've got um, a Wizard out, but at the same time, you don't want to be clogging up your deck with so many high,
1: mm-hmm. high mm-hmm. drops. Yeah, um... Damping sphere for uh, two colorless is an artifact. it's uncommon. If a land is tapped for two or more mana, it produces whatever we're calling that colorless um, void, devoid logo. Let's call it other than a generic mana. Generic mana. Instead, just of switch any, them around. <laughs> just switch them around for confusion. Yeah. If a land is tapped for two or more mana, it produces a generic mana instead one, instead of any other type and amount. Uh, each spell a player casts costs one more to cast for each other spell that player has cast this turn. Garbage. It's
0: not good in draft. Mm. Uh, it's good in modern, apparently. I'd argue that it's probably not fantastic in modern either. Mm. Uh, is controversial, apparently. I don't know if it is because Anthony already said it. It's, no, not, did he? it's not a hot take anymore. Oh, okay, damn. Uh. Uh, yeah, it's supposed
1: to shut down... It doesn't matter, we're talking about draft. Don't pick this card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, so our final uncommon is next. So That means our legendary card must be a rare, mythic rare. Um, yeah, because usually it would be on the back, the legendary card. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So uh Zalphyrin Void comes into our hands for a land. Uh, when Zalphyrin Void enters the battlefield, scry one. Or you can tap for adding... Generic mana No, it's colourless mana Sorry, colourless I, was, I was being silly oh, I, was, um, I was legit Because generic mana I don't manner, know what to call it.
0: Generic mana is this Was just No, no, no This is generic mana Oh And God. that's colourless mana So if it's a diamond shape Yeah It's, it's colourless mana manner. Colourless mana can be used to pay for generic but We always call this colourless But we were wrong uh. We were doing it wrong And with Oath of the Gate- Gatewatch They were like Please stop doing that <laughs> <laughs> because uh, wastes produce colourless. Yeah,
1: that's why I stopped, I stopped paying attention to that. During Over the Game, <laughs> yeah. all that was going Don't on. Don't worry, went, we all did. <laughs> I just went, this is too hard. Yeah. Was, all of a sudden there was, what, there was like 10, 10 different colour types or something. Yeah, anyway. Oh,
0: with all the Devoid yeah.
1: and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zelfir and Void. Well, how do you feel about this?
0: Uh,
3: I probably wouldn't, wouldn't play it unless I was solidly one colour
0: or... Or one in a splash In a second
3: It's still like You don't want this To be the card That screws you Yeah It's not a pick If it's like last The second last in the pack I might take it And And
1: consider playing it Because it's gonna take A land spot But it's not actually Giving you any Land of any Manner of any colour So like The spots in which I could see it being good Is when you're
0: So happy with your mana You put a Scry card in there. Colourless producing figure there was so generic <laughs> producing a I know, colourless I've... producing land in there. I still learnt nothing when you tell me that before. <laughs> I just got more confused. But if I'm super happy with my mana, that means I'm almost straight one color, which means I'm trying to play the double and triple cards. Yeah. But then, if I draw this in my opening hand, I can't play my triple cards. Yeah, so, it's a like, bit bizarre. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I think it's just not going to get played a lot of the time. Mm. A nice at, picture at, by probably. Chase Stone of it's a nice uh, picture. I think Old Luke Skywalker looking at <laughs> <it does> look <laughs> looking like his old last Luke, mistake. Yeah. All right, here we go. Are we going to get something special for the uh, winner of this booster? It's going to be Kamal's Druidic Vow. It's going to be the worst round in the set. You got you got a, a prediction. Prediction:
3: Primeval's Glorious
0: Rebirth. Okay, that's the second worst round in the set.
1: It is a rare. Oh, fantastic. And it is Joda arc uh, Archmage Eternal. Ooh. That one's Ooh, right up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Joda yeah. Arcmage Eternal is one t- generic mana. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Blue, red, white, for four three, human wizard, legendary creature. He's got flying. Uh you may pay. Uh, white, blue, black, red, and green. Rather than pay the mana cost for spells that you cast, so
3: that last mana ability cost. is garbage, and you'll never ever use it. Limited. If you do, send me a screenshot, and I'll give is you twenty dollars. Is that $20. saying that you've got
1: to pay five different colored mana for, rather than pay no, the mana cost for spells? Is or is it saying you, you can, can use any yeah, combination? So, so if
0: you've got a fifteen, so you've got Emrakul in your hand, fifteen mana s- spell, right? Fifteen generic mana <laughs> yeah. to cast. Uh, you could pay white, blue, black, red, green, and cast it as you would
1: normally. Oh, so it's saying so it's a cost reduction all, on
0: all five, all
1: five to pay to pay for something anything. expensive. Right.
0: The problem is like even if you somehow make this work, some of the best expensive cards in the set have kicker, and you have to pay the kicker in addition to the white, blue, black, red, green. So it's like yeah,
1: yeah. So you mean that
3: being said, if I was in Jeskai colors, that is those the the red, blue, yep, yeah.
0: white, Uh this is a good card. It's a 4-3 flyer for mm. four. But even still, I was like, uh, blue-red, I had two skittering surveyors, and I could have played this, and I was just like, it's not worth it's it. It's not worth it, no. It's just a 4-3 flying, like, whatever, man.
1: Mm. All right, so what do we first pick? What do we first the pick red? from there? Oh, it is the red. It is the red. Oh, oh red. No. That's what I said. <laughs> 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 this, this pack sucks. Uh, don't say that. Someone's about to win it. For draft, it sucks. But yeah. for
0: you, you got a, a damping sphere, which is worth more than the Joda. <laughs> 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 Uh, I'll pick a Eviscerate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Are I you going to go
0: deep on the saproling migration? For no, bit? no, I'd go for yeah. Eviscerate, for sure. Because we talked about how easy it is to splash. Go, Eviscerate, go! Yeah. We've got more than ten questions as well, so I'm going to chuck in a, a, another Dominaria booster to, oh, the,
1: sweet. to the wiener. Yeah, and the winner is? Have you decided upon a winner from our yes. excellent it's listener Paul questions? Yes, Paul from the Boulangerie, the butcher, Paul Butcher. Boulangerie's a uh, bread shop. Yeah, Paul from the boulangerie. That? <laughs> mm. Bouchongerie. That's French for butchers.
0: Bouchongerie? Are yeah, sure? I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's not dwell on it because we might be proven wrong. Paul Le Poisson. Oh, Paul the... Butcher, you win. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we go French then? Anyway, that was, uh, that was Buster Booster. Uh, back now with, uh, oh, in a minute with MTG Card Quiz. <gasps> MTG Card Quiz, 6-7 Land Hand, it's a real quiz. Well, welcome to 7-Land Hand MTG Card Quiz, it's a real quiz. Dominaria. Edition. Dominaria. Yep. Dominaria. Dominaria. Yeah. This is a six-point game, this, this, this here, here episode's we go. edition. All right. If you get behind, Mishka, you have a chance to catch up in the later flavour text. Oh, God. Well, I read flavour text and you tell me what the card is. But for now... NTG card quiz six seven landhand it's right. a real quiz. Um, you should have a pen down there. There, any... yeah. there weren't any today. I BYO my own mounted GG's pen. Look I... at that. Okay. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number one. Every set has its own icon or symbol. What does? Yeah, you can look at it all you want. I've left them out there. What does the Dharmanaria symbol represent? Taking a look at the uh, dominaria cards to try and get some inspiration. So every set has its own icon or symbol. What does the dominaria symbol represent? Oh, it's
0: tense in here. you me? can yeah. cut the tension with a with a tension small
1: cutter. with a, with a small short sword. Spoon. Equip it for three or whatever the fuck you have to pay it's one. It. It's it's one. One. To one. Equip. I would never know because I'm never going to equip anything. <laughs> Put it on Valduk, baby. <laughs> oh, it's good times. Question two. Richard Garfield designed Magic the Gathering and rejoined the design team for Dominaria. What, were the, what was the last set he helped design? Yeah. So he designed the original Magic the Gathering and he rejoined the design team for Dominaria. But what was the last set that he helped design before he did Dominaria with them?
0: I love Richard Garfield being on the team, man. he's yeah, uh, great, he's, really a, he's a
1: genius. This could also He's a be what it is How many sets does it take, oh, take Richard Garfield to get over listening to Mark Rosewater? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Did be you mean. see that video of them talking about sagas? No. And Richard Garfield's like, so and then Mark Water's
2: like,
0: nah! sagas! <laughs> 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 that guy's a Labrador. He yeah. is, he is. And Richard Garfield's just sitting there just very patiently waiting for him to finish talking and he never stops talking. And the six minute video ends and he doesn't
2: say <laughs> a word.
1: That was one of my favorite Facebook post comments, because I think I, I uh, posted it on Seven Lane Hand or something, didn't I? And the, co- and the comment I put on it was Richard Garfield lets Mike Rosewater talk about <laughs> this.
2: <Saga>.
1: <laughs> it was pointless in being there. Oh, so funny. Anyway. Uh, are we all good on that one? Uh, Take a stab at a set if you... Stuck yeah. So, in the best thing about Saga, then... <laughs> <laughs> it's so enthusiastic. Mm. Uh, question three. Apparently... Uh, the official MTG fiction has improved.
0: Should any quiz question start with the word be cynical. It's
1: been a while since oh, I read yeah. this. It's me being cynical. Uh, apparently, I should do it in a cynical voice. Apparently, the official MTG fiction has improved since they hired an actual writer to produce the storyline. Uh, what cards represent the story spotlights in Dominaria? Ooh. Yes. Scratching stuff down So apparently i will forget about all that apparently stuff You get my drift uh, So what we're pretty much after Is the story spotlights uh, in Dominaria We have a, a page open now in front of us From the uh, Oh thanks for having uh, two of them out there There's two of them out there Oh that's bad uh, <laughs> Do you know how many there are? Five, right? mm, yeah,
0: there's five right? Yeah there's five
1: There's four I mean there's 19 There's, four. there's actually four. Oh there's four mm. Okay, so four story spotlights in Dominaria. What could they be? I foolishly left a uh, double page open and just happens to have two of them. them. So, which of the two that we haven't got? No, don't turn it over because there could be a third one on (laughs) there. Oh, I see. I don't know know the last one. Okay. If it comes to mind whilst we're playing
2: here are the answers.
1: Write it down. All right, here we go. Uh, Up to, (laughs) what did you got some muse? Gel up your nose. Is it? Oh, p- oh no! Isn't that <laughs> <funny>? <laughs> It's under your seat. It's probably it's your most own, likely by. <laughs> yeah. Every set has its own icon or symbol. What does the Dominaria symbol represent? We've already done this one. No, no. It, we're no, going off answers re- We're recapping. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, this out is of six. We don't just read the questions. They go all right, See you everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I, and and I think you have, might have to be specific if there's a bit of a dodgy tiebreaker here. Uh, Mishka, what have you got? Her's head. Hers's head. It's the shield of the Thran. Oh, that one makes sense. Ooh, I think Aaron gets a point for that because it's a banalish shield. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So where's my... I lost my uh, pen here. So Aaron, one, it's all over. Mishka, <laughs> zip. All right. Question two. Richard Garfield designed Magic the Gathering and rejoined the design team for Dominaria. What was the last set that he helped design? Aaron, I think it was Innistrad Mishka. What have you got? Original Innistrad, yeah. Oh yeah, it's original Innistrad Woo! we are clever boys. Did you really have that, or did you play? Did you play the? Did you game the game there and just guess what Aaron guessed? Oh uh, no, I, I remember went Innistrad I, I don't remember. Oh. I, like the last that I remember, that was actually really really good. Was Innistrad Yeah, that's a good.
2: good it
0: was good as well, okay. but in a different way to the way that Richard Garfield makes
1: things good. Yeah, he makes weird shit like sagas and. Maybe he just gets on board and makes all the sets good now. Oh, I wish he'd stay, but I don't think he's staying with...
0: Um, someone posited on uh, on Reddit, they were like, man, is every set Richard Garfield does t- turn to gold. And it's yeah. because he comes back after six years of not designing something for magic. Then he designed something and it's like been the best of the six years of magic design that he has been brewing up in right. the back yeah, of has yes, Yeah, he's been, he's been brewing it he's for a while. He's been brewing it.
1: Mm. Oh, I'll see you in six years, Richard. <laughs> um... <laughs> Question three, apparently... I can't read this. Apparently. Don't worry about that. apparently. What cards represent the story spotlights and Dominaria? Let's take it in turns, starting with the black ones, perhaps. Uh, Final Parting. Final Parting is one, Settle the Score. Settle the Score is the other. Those are the ones that was right in front of you. Uh, Who went first? Mishko? Imbolus' Clutches. Imbolus' Clutches is one. Did you have that, Aaron? Yeah, I did. Yeah, all right. Uh, I
0: think that the first one is Broken Bond.
1: Oh. Did you have anything else?
3: Well, you said there was only four of
1: them. Yeah, there is only four, but what if that's not it?
3: Uh, no, I didn't have anything else. Yeah, it was Broken Bond anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so there's one, two, three, four, five, six. So Aaron is on six. So oh, two, got three, a perfect
0: score. Look four. at me go.
1: My God. I definitely
0: wouldn't have remembered the black ones if they weren't right there. <laughs> <laughs> the other two I remember. They were the only ones that I got
1: because Good. I keep mixing them up. <laughs> so one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so Mishka's on five. <sighs> missed some scoring there. Yeah. Even if I got it wrong. Oh, so it's 5-6. Wait, no, six, he's on 4. I'm on 4. Oh, so you didn't get the broken bond. He didn't, didn't get you? broken bond. Yeah, okay, there you go. 4. All right, scroll that out. All right, cool. That was uh, MTG Card Quiz. Uh, oh, now, actual, actual content and learning coming up right after this. Topic Discussion. Um, that was our new... That was really good. That That's was a new one. We paid a lot of money for that intro. <laughs> yeah. That was Pharrell on that one. Yeah, was it? You're featured in everything nowadays. Yeah. Um, anyway, oh, I got distracted by the, the intro. Um, so what we're talking about today is uh, the colour pairing uh, pro tips for when you're drafting. So there's... Uh, uh, five uncommon or common cards. This is what we're trying to do: five uncommon or common cards that you can look at to build your deck, or you know, make a strong core for a deck. Now we're going to miss some of the obvious ones, like uh, green white. I think you said was a, a bit of an obvious one. We weren't going to go deep on that, so we might just miss that one out.
0: Yeah, so we're missing out a few of the the, the color pairs. Yeah, because mm. they're a
1: little more straightforward than do, the others. Did you want to give us a definition on what this color pairing thing is? Because there's enemy colored. And ally colours, yeah. So and it's this whole other thing about magic. Back around. in the day,
0: um, <laughs> when when magic first started, they focused a lot more on uh, white being allied with the two colours that are next to it on the colour wheel. So green, and the colour wheel, if flitting, green and blue, card it's over. on the back of every magic card. Yeah. yeah, so white, blue, black, red, green in that order, and they keep cycling around. So white. Uh, plays better with blue and green. So they're called allied allied colours. White, green, white, blue. They're friends. They hang out together on the back of the magic card. Now that we know that magic is a little more nuanced than that and every colour has its strengths and weaknesses, you can play a white-black deck and shore up white's... Weaknesses with black strengths and and vice versa. Mm. So we don't we still call them allied and enemy color pairs. So the enemies of white are red and black because they're opposite white on the on the color wheel. But for all intents and purposes, they play like. Allied, allied, and enemy aren't better or worse than just what
1: we call. So you can pretty much use any color combination you want, but there's no there's no rules to this. No, like a white red deck
0: isn't going to be worse than a white blue deck. It's just what cards you get, what cards you play in your deck. It doesn't make your mana any better. White and blue cards don't synergize together any better. And in fact, in this set, there's uncommons in all different color pairs uh, and rares in all different color pairs, uh, regardless of whether they're next to each other on the color wheel.
1: Now, and we've decided to do uncommon or common cards because in this particular set in Dominaria, it's uh, a deck without rares or mythics, and it can hold, up, hold its own. So these are the cards you're most likely to see. The other half of this is, you know, we can say, oh, here's a bomby card and then tell you five cards to build around it. But you may never see that bomby card through the entire time you're, you're drafting. So mm-hmm. that, that's, that's not really uh, useful information. So starting with some enemy colors, if we start with uh, black-white, yeah, black white is. What we, what we what, I, I would say one of the
0: most powerful decks in the format. White and black have very good removal spells. Black has uh, two very, uh, three very good removal e cards at common, uh, and then white has a lot of just efficient creatures. You got Pegasus Corsa,
1: um, Banalish Honor Guard. I don't know if you
2: yeah, if you're yeah, counting no, that. Sure now you no, do not like no. that one. No.
1: Hmm. Um, so what what are you three? What do you three removal in, in black that you go for? You got... uh, Eviscerate. Yep. Um, One of the issues with talking about this is that all the removal
0: spells are going to be good in any black deck. I would always play every copy of The Eldest Reborn, Eviscerate, um, Vicious Offering, offering, Settle the Score, and the other black and come on, cast down in every single black deck. So we're not going to talk about those as much. We're going to talk about the other bits and pieces that you're looking for. So let's start with... The Black-White uncommon, Black uncommon, which is yeah. Arvad the Cursed. Yeah, which is a 5-mana 3-3 three, three with Death Touch,
3: Lifelink, and other legendary creatures you control get plus 2, plus 2. So this sort of highlights the
0: theme of, of the Black-White deck in legendaries. Mm-hmm. So you want as many of the uncommon legends as you possibly can, but everyone is kind of snapping them up around the table. Yeah. But Arvad is going to come round to you if you're the Black-White player because... He's not really worth the splash, but he is at his best in black-white because blue, white, black are the Legendary Matters colours for, yeah. for historic stuff. Uh, and I've often given my Josu Vess or my uh, Torgar Famine yep. Incarnate plus two, plus two, which actually is a pretty, pretty relevant. And he is also just fine on his surface as well. So... Again, with a lot of these cards, you can be a black-white legends deck. But also, I would just put Arvad in any black-white yeah. deck that I have. Pretty much any black-white deck.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, now I suppose that's the theme across all of this—is across Dominara, isn't it? You can just—you don't have to necessarily have the the full uh, payoff uh, of these cards interacting necessarily. They can usually build it, You can mm. put it, build a strong deck anyway, just using the picking the best cards from these colors. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: the next two that I'm going to talk about are Knight of Malice and Knight of Glory, which are both one and a, and a colour in white and black. They're like the white knight and black knight of this set. Mm. They both have First Strike. They're a 2-2 two, two for two mana. They have Hexproof from the opposite colour. So yeah. Knight of Malice has uh, pro, uh, so Hexproof from white um, and gets plus one plus zero as long as any player controls a white permanent. This is so good in a black-white deck because you can be the player that supplies the other permanent for it. And a 3 two first first strike for two mana is Pretty good. insane in this set. So th- these are other incentives for you to be specifically black-white.
2: Mm. Mm.
3: Black-white in general seems to be kind of a mix between aggro and mid-range. There's a lot of mid-range elements, but you can also have quite quick aggressive starts as well. Mm-hmm. So I really like the yeah the, the knights, for example, are incredibly good in an aggro deck like, uh, like black-white can be. But I think black-white, the colour pairing also in, this, in Dominaria seems to focus a lot on buffing creatures, like uh, using spells to protect creatures and uh, giving your creatures first strike or whatever. Mm-hmm. Equipment is a minor sub-theme, same with Historic.
1: Okay, yeah. And Pe- Pegasus Corsa, you mentioned that that would be a, a high pick in this sort of deck, mm. wouldn't it?
0: An- another thing that, um, that th- black uh, and white uh, colour pairs share are knights, um, but like, yeah. there's not heaps of knight tribal... But one of the things that happens with the knights are they have high power and really low toughness. And a thing that goes well with high power and low toughness is flying. And Pegasus Corsa is probably my pick for one of the best black-white commons for this kind of archetype because it gives your 3-1 Knight of New banalia Flying, and then mm. the 3-1 is mitigated because usually it gets blocked by saprolings. But if you give it flying with Pegasus course it's just like, <laughs> like flies over the top of him. It's hitting him for four a turn. And same with Cabal Paladin, which is a 4-2 for four. Whenever you cast a Historic, they take two damage, your opponents. If you make that fly with Pegasus Corsa, really suddenly intense, it's yeah. an insanely fast clock because all the random artifacts, sagas, and legendaries... Hit them for two, and then you make your four two fly with your Pegasus Corsa. Suddenly, really, um, and jumps over the top. If you're in black, you might as well play yagul just for lols. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yagul might be my legit pick for another black white uncommon. Yeah. I, I I don't really want this unless I have Pegasus. Corses exactly. I was going to say yeah, and this is on Sarah's cute. wings in my deck because those are things that common and uncommon that actually make yagul Work Like, yeah, a true. 9-3 is going to get blocked on the ground, I think
1: we talked <laughs> yeah. about, by the critical parent office being a 3-2. <laughs> or you're just going um, to block the crap out of something with more than three power, and you're just like... <laughs> you just he, exactly, so yeah. If you kill a 5-5
0: with it, you still feel bad. Um But putting on Sarah's wings or making it fly with Pegasus Corsara, are pretty great ways to make Yaga work.
3: Pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, we've we got like code, black-white?
3: Is that Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's about like, right, I mean, right? There's, there's any a colours? high concentration of legendary creatures in black-white, so if you do... Find some legendary matters or whatever cards. Uh, Black-white tends to be the, the best way to go. Mm. Like, All right, then. Yeah.
1: Uh, red-white. Let's stay, stay with the white. Add a bit of red. Get rid of the black. We've got mm. a red-white deck. What are we looking at?
0: Uh, you want to take... Uh, Shivan. Shivan Fire. fire. Shivan <laughs> Fire. That doesn't count. Every deck wants that. Uh, yeah. Goblin Barrage. Where are we- you on Fiery Intervention? <clears throat> Fire intervention. The four and a red sorcery. Ah, uh, the destroy tile five. Artifact, yeah, or, the worst yeah. abrade of all time. Well, I mean, I'll play it if I don't have <laughs> yeah, removal spells.
2: As well, well we, talk, d- we
1: talked about um, eviscerate as being oh, you can splash it because you're not going to be able to play it until you know turn five. Hmm. Um, Shivan fire, one red mana. You, what's what's the deal there? Are you dropping in any, any splashing for that? I'll for that card. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I um,
0: I started one draft with shiv and Fire Pick One, shiv and Fire Pick Two. Ended up green, white, splashed my two Shivan Fires okay. because the the kicker doesn't require a second red mana. So oh. it's actually
1: really easy. Like really if you're a green
0: yeah. deck, you can play it
1: pretty. It's pretty a generic mana for the kicker. Yeah, generic, generic, generic mana. Yep, yeah,
2: yep, 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 yep. <laughs> i'm oh,
1: gonna to to make a poster to, to all make. right so so I mean, red you know it's the same as where we were at before with the knights there's a there's goblins around but we're not really doing a goblin tribal mm-hmm. thing um what, what what sort of cards i, I mean i like really like skizzik i've had a lot of fun with that but <laughs> that's not really a yeah skizzik will just
0: go in any heavy red deck because it's just like a charging hey, monstrous esque yeah Never, ever don't kick that card unless yeah, it's I mean, literally yeah. killing them and you're stuck in 4-batter for some reason. You're paying 3 red-red for a 5-3 Trample Haste, which mm. is pretty great, really. Um, we're going to ignore Fire for the purposes of this because you are just picking that to go on any red deck. Um, the The biggest commons and uncommons for this deck are Champion. A, a Champion of the Flame, which is 1 and a red for a 1-1, one, one. gets plus 2, plus 2 for each aura or equipment attached to it. Okay. Valzuk, Keeper of the Flame, which is two and a red, three, two. At the beginning of combat on your turn, make a three, one trample haste for each aura or equipment attached to it. And then Short Sword and Jousting Lance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. So this, these are four this is cards. not my
1: deck. <laughs>
0: well, no. it's, it's this really interesting thing because I, I am always off. Actually, my fifth one is just going to be dub.
3: Okay,
1: yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think dub, Dub's pretty good. The oh, dub, dub slash the Menace one. Well, I don't know what the Menace one's called. Oh. Run Amok? Oh. No, nah, it's an it Enchantment. Plus three, plus three.
1: Does Run Amok uh, Frenzied
0: Rage. give Frenzied Rage. Frenzied Rage. So, uh, yeah, that's six cards, but w- whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, draft them all. I draft them all. Um, so, this deck is much more firmly focused on your uncommons which are champion of the flame and valduk because they give you reasons to be putting these equipment on these particular creatures you also then have frenzied rage and dub to make your big creatures with auras and equipment or whatever on them hard to block and i've won so many games where you just slap a short sword on valduk and you attack for seven on turn four yeah and they don't have profitable blocks on either of them and then you're just making like if you ever get two triggers off him you've just yeah, won it's really like cool. it's crazy <laughs> Um, Dub is okay you need to be very careful with playing around this but this is a little bit more of an all-in strategy you're putting um, some you're putting Dub on your Champion of the Flame attacking with a 5-5 Trample Haste on turn 3 sorry Trample First Strike on turn 3 and hoping that that is enough to get them done because they they drew the wrong sorts of
1: removal especially with how
3: slow this format tends to be Mm -hmm. they're eviscerating your Champion of the Flame you're getting in 10 damage before
1: yep how do you feel about fire intervention? I had a deck with I think with three of those at one stage yeah, when I was like, removal heavy. It's all right. Like the the problem is I think that would be pretty
0: good if Shiv and Fire wasn't in the set. Yeah. Um mm. I think it's better in green decks where you get into your mana quicker. Yep.
1: Okay. Right. For sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, I agree. And you're not blowing up artifacts often at all. So no, it's just five mana sorcery deal five to a creature and yeah. that's pretty solid. That's pretty much
1: all I used it for. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sort of like a bad eviscerate, you know. You're still uh, you're not destroying a creature; you're just hitting it for five. Yeah, and every now and then they
0: just have a silly seven six yeah. worm, and you can't kill it with yeah. your fiery.
1: Yeah, um, I would also argue that
3: Sanctum Spirit is a decent card in this deck.
1: The three two, three two with uh, life It's um, So confusing how that doesn't fly. I just, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a non flying <laughs> spirit. Yeah, yeah.
3: I actually lost a lost the Sanctum Spirit because I thought it flew. flew. Oh, Did you, you just stop to- blocking it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 rough. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Th- the trigger for discarding a historic card and gaining indestructible—you tend to build up a couple of historic cards in this deck. I think my my red wide decks tend to have, you know, five to eight historic cards in them, mm-hmm. be it, um, just generic uh, artifact creatures or equipment. And if you can slap a, a, a jousting lance and that and attack in for five every turn, yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, Red White's this kind of weird, synergistic aggro deck. It is a little it does feel a little all in when, yeah. I, when I go, I'm just gonna put dub on my champion of the flame and just hope that this gets there. And sometimes they concede. <laughs> like they're just like can't beat that shit. Yeah. Um there is a blue red so version. So what does
1: dub does dub trigger champion of the flame? Is it an aura as well? It's an aura, it? so it's oh, two, okay. plus two, plus
0: two. Gets first strike and becomes a knight. In addition to its other types, you end up like with this Theros Voltron with champion of the the critical power and toughness of the set being minus two, minus two from Vicious Offering, or two and four damage from shiv and Fire. this actually just gets past the range of both of them, and you just hit them for five, hit them for five, hit them for five. Oh,
1: all
2: right. By
0: the time they can eviscerate, or with two things, you to two things, or intervention. It, yeah, because
1: it just it's so huge, so quickly, yeah. right. Okay, that sounds disgusting. Uh, any other uh, medium picks on that? I
3: mean, on Sarah's Wings is meant to be a highlight card for this um, this cult type, but every white deck to be. Every white it. deck will just put Onsera's Wings.
1: Seal yeah. um, away. Again, so in pretty cast much, cast much every white deck. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is
0: what we're trying to highlight, the the cards that the, are good in red-white if you're drafting around that strategy, but not just ones you put in every red or white deck. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm just on my, my removal,
1: sort of, you know, I've got my blinkers on.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fiery Intervention to me is a mediocre removal spell. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't pick that in the last pick that we had. I picked Saprling Migration over Fiery Intervention. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. If, if Fiery Intervention replaced the Eviscerate in that pack, uh, I, I would pick the, the sapling Migration yeah, over for it. Sure. Yeah. Okay, um, which seems like a weird thing to say in retrospect. If that came up on Magic Online, I'd be like, this is the worst pack ever. Yeah. But then
1: I'd, I'd start my draft with the Saproling migration and actually be pretty happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I know, I definitely that card's would. really good. Because yeah. if really really good. the fire intervention's in there and so, so someone else picks that up, you make a board with, what, four saprolings on there. Mm. What are they going to do? Fire intervention one of them? yeah. Yeah. Welcome to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll take my other three and I thumb them it. up and yeah. whatever
0: someone does that to be a magical light, I like give a thumbs up to the screen, like you did it, buddy. <laughs> you you got got did that it. Separately. You got him good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh black green. Look, this is getting more into the evil sides of things. Uh if, you know, my liking. Your, your slime slimefoot there, you know, he's probably gonna make an appearance as he Miska.
3: Oh I love Slimefoot. I yeah. love me Slimefoot. The Slimefoot is fantastic in this format. This format loves mana Sinks. Um, if you can make it to the late game, anything that you can do with your mana every turn will yeah. get you so far ahead. And Slimefoot making a 1-1 one, one for 4 mana.
1: You weren't too happy with my 3-pit black um, card earlier on, though. Dreadshade. Oh, that's hard but to cast. It's hard to cast. Uh. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, uh, Slimefoot
0: is uh, a 2-3 for 1 black green. You can yep. pay 4 to make a saproling. And he says whenever a saproling dies, they lose a life and you gain a life.
3: So effectively, in the late game, your saprolings have them blockable.
0: Yeah, because uh, they can't afford to trump block a bunch of them and take five and you gain five. Um, the I think this one is can, can just be a black, green, good stuff deck, yeah. but you want to prioritise taking sapling Migration, uh, Sprout, Burst. Swarm? S- sprout Swarm? Spore Swarm. Spore-swarm. Spore Swarm. Is it Spore Swarm? A spore Crown. Swarm. Um, this one is the one in which Spore Crown Thalad is is the best so the the two uncommons you're looking for are spore crown thalad sprout swarm Sporn. spore swarm <laughs> <laughs> a, a, we'll turn the been... page over onto the uh <laughs> to the s's maybe um, if I've got there. uh yeah spore crown thalad spore swarm <laughs> <laughs> um and uh saproling migration because and and slime foot because these are all things that you for spore crown thalad to really be going off you Need to be pumping your funguses as well as your saprolings. Yeah. And the turns I've curved out with Death Spore bloom, thalid, thalid, Death yeah. Bloom Thalid. I have no idea what it's called. Which is the black 3 2 that turns into a 1 1 when it ah, dies. Death Bloom, death bloom yeah. Um, You really want to just gum up the board with heaps of saprolings and then have a way to make that matter. Yeah. So the two ways of doing that are Spore Crown Thalid and then Wild Onslaught. Yes. Yeah. which you can kick to give um, two plus one plus one counters or just at its base is one plus one plus one counter to all of your creatures. And it's an instant, so like, you attack with a bunch of saplings, they go, oh, I'll make a bunch of easy blocks, and then you get uh, a few um, kills off it.
1: Um, Happiness is a bundle of saplings and song of frailies, so right? yeah, you're for sure. super happy if you get that combo mm-hmm. happening. So there's, there's quite a few things to make this happening, but the ones that are
0: better in black-green than anything else are Sporecrown Thalad, Obviously, Slimefoot the stowaway. Wild Onslaught I think is good in this and Green White, yep. pretty equally. um Llan- is an obvious. Uh, Lanowise Elves I think goes in every green deck, so yeah. you don't need to worry about that one too much. Uh, the the one that you said, um, there's a Song of Frey Elise. yeah, uh, and my last. How do you pick, feel about fungal plots? Uh, it's good, but the problem is that your if your early drops are mostly sapling makers, you don't have that many creature cards in your grave. I've run out of creature cards to exile with it a few times and sacking two saplings to draw a card is like a bit on the, like it's a bit much to be paying for it I'm very happy picking one up if I've got a slam foot though Oh yes, totally um, or uh, with like whisper and, and stuff,
1: yeah. so I had a situation where, again, I ended up with, I, I wasn't picking them. I just, you know, you get past them and I was in in green, uh, the Croson Druid, right, which is not a card i get excited about. But I found that, and it might just be situational to the game, I, I had those out there and it was a really tight game, you know, and it was getting down to like, you know, about five, six, seven life. And I, and I just felt that one really worked really well in that situation where early on he sort of gummed up the board and I was playing two of them. And then later on in the game, it came into my hand. I was just like, oh, I'll just kick that. No, I had 10 life. And it was one of those, you know when someone, you know, it's really tight and you're just wrestling over one yeah. life and you're sort of edging <laughs> towards zero and someone just goes, 10 life, you're just like, oh, yeah. you just yeah. want to give up. And you up. have
0: to completely reevaluate the race that you just <laughs> yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, um, that's I, really interesting. I, I played one game where I. And I'm, I don't
1: like a life game like that, is usually, you will not want to do that. Would but you? when it's just tacked onto
0: a body that's actually pretty decent in yeah. this format, you're pretty happy yeah. with it. Especially it, when you've got so much extra mana lying around. For sure. This one only costs 8. Lots of people think it costs 9 yeah. for some reason, because a, a lot fire. of the kicks are, are 9. Um, but Cross and Druid, yeah, comes down at 8, gains you 10 life. And I won this silly game where I just had a 3-2 flyer and I just played this back-to-back <laughs> turns where the guy thought he was going to kill me. Just gained 20, casual 20, just hit him for three, <laughs> four times. I was interested to
1: see what you think about that because, you know, it's always paying for life just seems silly, but it's one of those scaling up, you sort of get it for, you know, if you've if you got, like, loads of mana because you've been ramping up to it, mm. it seemed there to spend, but I wasn't so sure it was a solid solid decision either. Mm.
0: Uh, the last uncommon that I'll talk about for the black-green archetype is Whisper Blood Liturgist, which oh, is yeah. three and a black for a 2-2 legendary creature, human cleric. <laughs> sacrifice two creatures, return a creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. Black-green has the most fodder for you to sacrifice to it in saplings that you got lying around, and also it has huge dudes to return <laughs> from your graveyard to the battlefield. They kill your mammoth spider... You bring it back with Whisper. Um, they kill your guy, you sacrifice uh, it and a random sapling to bring some random, some random shit. Time. Like, I brought back Death Bloom Thalad from my graveyard oh. just so that I have more fodder yeah. to sacrifice
1: for when I draw my big stuff. Um, Does Llanowire Elves become a, con- uh, a target for that sort of thing late on if you've got... I mean, do, do you have to reach a critical mass for... Uh, having mana sources, or could you just like say, oh, he can go now and you can just yeah, chuck another under it, the Once wheels you've of... hit six, seven, eight mana, you don't need your Llanow Elves generally anymore, unless you're playing against Dan Byrne, and then you
0: need all of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No. So it was ten six. I've got two Verdant Force in my hand. I need one land to just completely take over the game. Playing Verdant. <laughs> I've got a Llanow Elves out. Dan just goes... Nah, I'm gonna goblin barrage your Llanowar elves on turn six. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, sacks a goblin. And he sacks his goblin, who was just a 2 2, which is gonna attack past Llanowar elves. Wait, wait, wait. And I was like, Dad, are you sure you wanna do that? He's like, Yeah, I just wanna do it, like, get it out of the way. I was like, Oh my fucking god. Drew a land, lost the game, because I drew Song of and then Ancient Animus, as my next two spells, and I had no creatures on the board. <laughs> just imagine that oh. goblin that
1: got. Just imagine that goblin who got sacrificed. He goes, "All oh, right, we're on de- defence. What are we right? doing? Just, Here just we getting go. ready. What's happening? Let's loosen up. All right, what, do, what are we doing, boss? Oh, we're just going to sack you because I can't be bothered waiting. for Throw them. you with <laughs> that guy. <laughs> ah! um, that was really sad, Mishka. <laughs> black green. Have we? Have we sort of I mean, covered it?
3: The only other thing is, vicious offering becomes amazing in this deck. Yeah, it's okay. a good card, but in this deck, it's where it really shines. What, how does How does that happen? Uh, so, vicious offering is the the instant uh, one in a black. Give a, a target creature neg two, neg two. Yep. Uh, you can kick it by sacrificing a creature to give the creature neg five, neg five, and stuff. So yeah. with uh, the amount of saplings that you make, you can quite easily kick this card at very little what cost. What is season. the amount
1: of saplings, though? It's like if you get five, you're doing all right, aren't you? you know through all there at the same time? I had a deck time. that had
0: two Spore Crown Thalads, three sapling migrations, another three or four funguses at three and four mana, and one... Spore, sprout, swarm. And it was <laughs> ridiculous. It was yeah. so good. I killed people like in less, I won matches in less than 15 minutes. Because do you, think you this just is go, going to be a thing Sapling, that... migration, spore, crown, thousand. They're just like taking four, taking seven. Like it's crazy.
1: We've well, we found with Dominaria that two people can be sitting at the table drafting the same deck and do pretty all right. Do you think saplings is the first one that's going to sort of disappear because it's just so strong? Because you can do it with black, white, black, green. I still I mean, see
0: Sapraling migration yeah, pretty no, late. I said that right. Yeah. I think people aren't
1: onto it yet. Onto it yet, but I'm thinking they it's going to happen. Sure will be, and yeah. I am going to hate playing against them. Yeah, oh, well, no, it's, it's just like gonna...
2: flies. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All right, um, all right. So that's it for enemy colours. Feel uncomfortable going through the enemy colours. Mm. Let's make it easy. Let's go through the allied colours. Yeah, yeah. All right, so kicking off the allied colours, we've got blue black.
3: Blue black historic. And Control. Yeah. Um, this is highlighted by Rona, Disciple of Gix, which is a three mana, one blue, black, for a 2-2. Thru- uh, two two. Um, when it enters the battlefield, you may exile target Historic card from your graveyard, and you may cast non-land cards exiled with Rona. Uh, she also has an ability, for and her to exile the top card of your library. So this is a real like, value engine. Mm. Um, late game, you can just keep tapping her and basically drawing another card, drawing another non-land card every turn. Uh, provided you draw an online card, of course, mm. an online card. Um, and you can also just uh, play her and get back something that died earlier in the game
0: hmm. a, um, a legend
3: or an and artifact then, yeah. or a
0: saga. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't generally consider this to be a three drop. It's like a sick late game yeah. thing to buy back a saga that you, you spent getting back the thing or, or, or something. Um, it's a slow, slow, slow archetype. Yeah. Your best commons in and, and uncommons in this are things like Rona, uh, The Eldest Reborn. Yeah, the sagas are really important. The sagas, the sagas are type. really good because they trigger your historic stuff as well as giving you kind of like long, grindy, uh, late game stuff. And uh, I think we saw um, uh, Kieran in our last draft that we did play multiple Divinations because... This is one of the decks that leans really heavily on its removal. Yep. And you go Vicious Offering your guy, Eviscerate your guy, and he played the Mirari Conjecture as Ooh. his way to, to stabilize in the late game. You go, uh, you, you play 17, 18 lands, you're controlling the game, making it flow the way you want. Then when you draw your win condition, which could be something like Rona or something like uh, Cabal, Paladin. Cabal Paladin or the Mirari Conjecture, Suddenly you start taking over the game really really swiftly you use uh, Erguros the empty one is just like a cool disruptive yep. like finisher and, but it's more about how you survive turns one through six and then how you win doesn't really yeah, matter As long as you've got some, some way to win. Yep. It's all about controlling mm-hmm. the first couple of
1: turns of the game. I, well, I, while you were talking, I looked up Soul Salvage, but that doesn't really play a role with Rona at all, does it? Because you would return <clears> two cards to your hand and then you'd pay for the cost anyway. You might as well just ca- yeah. cast them straight from Exile. Oh, You couldn't do it anyway because they are exile, yeah, aren't they? Exiled, yeah, yeah. So Soul Salvage
0: is actually better in the early game creature decks, like Black-White or something. Black-Red. Oh, okay. black red, um, where where you have a reason to trade just, off your creatures early and then yeah. buy them back and then you can kick them like like oh, when you yeah, draw yeah, them again. Yeah. So so that's kind of the shtick. With, I was with wondering that how that set.
1: worked. It didn't really seem to have a have a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um.
0: In in blue black, what I'm looking for my uncommons are like Rona, the eldest reborn, divination, uh, like blink of an eye, that yeah. kind of thing. Dark bargain fits nicely. And dark bargain, don't. yeah. Mm. So so these are things that are like raw card advantage spells how you win the game doesn't really matter because you're gonna overwhelm your opponent with long term card advantage
1: do you like opt in the set
0: I haven't played it yet no the only, I mean
3: I've got one in my um my the deck I'm currently playing the blue red wizards that I forced just because I wanted more like spells to cast with mm-hmm. Um black uh, black Blue has the interesting combination of arcane flight plus Yargle, mm-hmm. yes. which is actually legitimate. I think yeah. I love that combo.
1: Um, I'd prefer it not to be legitimate and still stay comedy because I love it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I had a story written down. Yeah, um, well, it's the big story. I want to uh, battle uh, of the flying frog.
0: No, oh. it was it was more melodramatic than that. <laughs> I played three spells and I won the game on turn seven. How did I win?
1: three spells and two of them are yargul and arcane flight were two of them the first one was amaranthine wall (laughs) so I I didn't die from his
0: like baloth or whatever oh six right it's a O six, and you can pay two to give it indestructible (laughs) so i was just like play nothing on turn one two three then went amaranthine wall and he's like oh god now i'm gonna attack around the stupid wall and i was like yargul and he's like can't kill it and i was like I can
1: fly? Oh, no. And just bashed Hit you him. Like...
0: Hit you for 10? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he died. Oh, that was gross. incredible. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty good. That is pretty funny, though. Good
1: times. The, the other story, of course, was uh, the, the two-headed giant where we, uh, we built... Uh, uh, Aaron and I built the two-headed giant decks and we giggled amongst ourselves how funny it would be to have the flying frog and we had uh, two Pegasus cores and one on Sarah's wings. Yeah. Yeah. And we... I'd like to mention we went four and over, yeah, four and yeah. but undefeated. The entire, <laughs> the first three games, we were giggling amongst ourselves about how funny it would be to to send Yargal in flying, and we really tried and we tried and it didn't happen. And then we got to game four, yeah. and the guys were like, "Hey, do you want
0: to draw?" And we're like, "I would really like the four O, like if that's okay." And they're like, "Yeah, all right, man." <laughs> and then we like set up this big complicated board statement and played Yargle and Pegasus Corsa earlier. And we we passed expecting them to kill it because they could see it and they just went tapped out go and we're like you guys are on you guys are on nine right <laughs> <laughs> and they're like what and we're like attack with pegasus of course and Yargle for the win and they're like oh we didn't even see that <laughs> 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 so right the very last play that you got us the four zero we got the... to get the four zero we flew the frog yeah. and uh...
1: named the day the battle of the flying frog yeah. Victory was <laughs> around. Victory was 4 uh, good, good times. Yeah. All right. Oh, we got lost again. Excited about Yagel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else in the uh, the blue-black range? There um, is get... room, I think,
3: for a bit of an aggressive uh, leaning blue-black deck with um, Relic Seeker. Like the Relic Seeker and also the Cabal Paladin providing the late game reach that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't come together too well. That,
0: yeah, that, that's that's quite a different deck. I had a, a sweet deck with uh, three or four equipment, a bunch of sagas, and four relic runners at two, yep. and I got screwed and flooded and never drew my relic <laughs> runners and just lost. It was pretty grim. <laughs> but the, the deck looked like... I yep. was like, oh, sick, I've drafted a new like archetype. Because yeah. relic runner is a 2-1 unblockable if you... Play your historic spells like at the right time. Uh, A really good card for that deck is Guardians of Koilos which yep. um, rebuys one of your random equipment, and then you can play it again. So you're just getting historic triggers every single turn, hopefully hitting them with two Relic Runners a turn. But I think I'd actually want four Relic Runners before I'm happy with that archetype. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and
1: maybe so Fugitive as well. and uh, Yeah, and Fugitive. See, I've, I've been feeling like the historic stuff, um, you know, the, the legendary matters, uh, historic, historic matters, is that what we're calling it? Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, it... I felt like that doesn't really work because I'm just looking for legendary creatures and thinking I'm not getting enough of these so let's not worry about it. But then I'm also the guy earlier on this podcast that says I'm not using any equipment. (laughs) (laughs) So that might be where I'm falling down now, right?
0: It's it's one of these funny things where like don't play Navigator's Compass, that's bad. But like... All the other cheap artefacts are actually pretty good. Yeah, when Bad, you explained yeah.
1: Navigator's Compass to me, for a bit there I was thinking, yeah, I need this to fix this, that, and the other. but then when you came in and you know, told me, you'd give me the rundown on Navigator's and Compass. I was just it's t- like, play yeah. a just, mountain instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, or it's or like, a play yeah. swamp. Why not? Yeah. Um,
0: unless you really, manner. really deeply want the historic triggers, a... Uh, uh, a swamp is always going to be better because it doesn't take up
1: a spell slot and yeah. the three life doesn't matter. And it's, if you really deeply want it that bad, then you've probably, you probably got other options that have totally been handed yeah. or. Yeah. yeah, you can use. Uh, so between Skittering Surveyor,
0: Blood Tello Candle, oh, Surveyor's good. Um, uh, Short Sword, yep. Jousting Lance, those are all cheap, great ways to activate your historic. So actually don't play your short swords on turn one if no. you have things that matter. I had this really sick game um, at the pre release where. I had uh, Tesha, and I drew tallow Candle for my turn, and I had seven mana, so I could have like played it immediately to kill his guy. But what I thought was I would save it until I had something in my graveyard to buy back because this, this set's a lot, a lot about grinding your value out. And then when I finally... No, I didn't have the tallow Candle in my hand. I was like, I'm going to uh, not... Oh no! What was it? It was something cool. I th- I did a really great play. Oh, That's the end awesome. of the story. Is that what you what wanted? The one that
3: Anthony complained to you about?
0: Uh, he complained about something earlier in the match, but he didn't. Uh, he didn't compliment me on the fact <laughs> that I sandbagged my. My thing until I had a good target to buy yeah. it back with to get my full value out See, of blood
1: it. Blood Talocandle is exactly the sort of thing that I despise, but it does. It, uh, yeah, I don't even want to give it a compliment, but I'm going to. It, it works well at both ends of the game, doesn't it? In the scenario you just described mm-hmm. where you just play it and sack it and kill something, mm-hmm. but that's expensive, though, it's right? expensive, yeah. Um, or you play it early and it just sits there giving you legendary matters stuff. Uh, uh, a reason, you know, so like if for yeah. every... Or, or you just play a... it around something else to trigger your random historic stuff on ten three three or four. I mm. know, oh, it still feels
2: disgusting. It's <laughs> not, not
0: disgusting in a good way. Just, I'm yeah. happy having one in my deck. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, pr- pretty much always. Yeah? It, it gives um, decks that are soft to flyers, an answer to flyers. Sometimes you just need it's a removal spell. Removal to get,
1: yeah. yeah. It is I've seen I've, I've passed it I've just not been that bothered about it have to have Oh it's look. totally
0: possible Like, yeah. but it just happens to kill a whole bunch
1: of stuff once you hit 6 and the games usually go to 6 Yeah 6 and tap for the target. No, So it's only neg 5 enough, so it's like a fiery intervention that takes forever But it's colourless so it's going in every yeah. deck Okay Yeah cool cool And it triggers Historic Red green Red green Red green monsters are they back yeah. <laughs> I always yep. think red green Monsters. Monsters. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so red green is highlighted by Halar the Fire Fletcher, uh, who is also three mana, one and Gruul, uh, which is red and green, and it's a three three with Trample. But it also gets a plus one plus one counter whenever you cast a kick spell, and it deals damage equal to uh, the number of counters on it to target opponent.
0: Mm. Yeah, w- one of the one of the issues with this archetype is, is it's generally. Uh, Elfheim Druid and Leno Elves I'm putting in every green deck yep. I play even if I have Halar the Fire Fletcher I thought, I had this interesting choice between Halar the Fire Fletcher and Kavu Predator which are both insanely yep. good uncommons for this deck I just took Kavu Predator because like Halar's like okay um, but not not that good. Not that, but you need a lot of... But it's, um, counters. It's, it's counters. It's counters, yeah, it for cheap. sure. But like every red and green deck wants pretty much every kicker spell anyway. that you could possibly fit yep. in there anyway. So this one's a bit more of a loose kind of strategy
1: because you just need to play whatever kicker stuff you get your hands on. But a 3-3 three, three for three, and if it gets bigger, it's got a trample. Sounds like I mean, happy days, 100%, right?
3: If I'm in red-green, I'll pick this up. Totally.
1: Oh yeah. But
0: would you pick this or would you pick Carvey Predator, which is a 2-2 Vigilance Trample, or you can kick it and then it's a 5-mana Vigilance Trample. Now oh, The
1: Vigilance things are so good, though, isn't it? Because yeah. then you've got it on the defensive end as it's well. It's also just the, one of the biggest things on the board, a 5-5 Vigilance
0: Trample in turn 5. Um, so would you prefer that or would you prefer a 3-mana Always Trample that gets bigger if you kick stuff? You just want the 5-5, right? Yeah. And... I actually think I want Baloth Gorgor more than I want Halar.
1: Baloth oh, Gorgor doing some damage. That. You don't agree with
3: that? No, no. Rather
1: than the Fletcher, yeah. the Five Fletcher. Yeah.
3: I think Baloth Gorgor. I mean, okay, you
0: got to work for Halar to, to you work, do, and there's nothing that you can really kick. Baloth Gorgor
3: just a four-four
0: it's a 7-7 seven, seven lighter. yeah but this is, is this is never a 7 this
1: is never a 7-7 yeah that's true it does get chomped yeah
3: this wears equipment very well
1: it does wear equipment very well yeah Baloth about, has got that, you know, that extra that four toughness that extra point of toughness just makes it more difficult to handle doesn't it that's true yeah, yeah. um I, like I've, I've looked at like I said obviously that you was want playing. both in your deck yeah yeah, mm. yeah. I like that guy that was playing two of those and two giant spiders. Just those four cards in his deck. It was so much trouble. It's Mm -hmm. like, how do I get rid of these bloody things? Don't have enough removal.
0: I sometimes concede games on Magic Online if they play a 7-7. And I go, what could I possibly draw to deal with this? I would need to draw this and this and this. And then I wanted to throw all my creatures in the way. And then I would need to draw enough creatures to win the game afterwards. And I concede. Because if there's no way for me to beat a 7-7... Flying Trample Haste, which lots of people have killed me with that, by the way. Mm. I'm just like, I'll just concede immediately because, yeah, like, how am I supposed to win that game? Uh, and sometimes Battle of Gordia feels like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they go, four, four, I go, double block with two, two, threes, and they go, trick. And I go, I've lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can't beat
0: a four, four on the ground. That's it because he's a seven, seven. seven. Yeah. he's
1: a seven, go. seven, and then there's tricks about as well. There's tricks, yeah. Yeah. I do like Hella with, um,
3: Oh what's the fight card ancient animus? And ancient animus cuz you can add those incidental counters onto it mm. and then kick your spells later and deal um deal damage.
1: And it's legendary so you can get yeah you um, get the counters yeah. from that right yeah. Uh I also dig the uh non mana
0: costing kicker uh, costs right. so stuff like Goblin oh, yeah. Barrage, and if you're splashing for something like Vicious Offering in a Halar deck, you can kick a spell for two mana yep. by paying one in a black sack of creature. It still speed. triggers Halar. Yeah.
1: And how does Goblin Barrage shape up with the with the non the non kicker, uh, sacrifice Goblin?
0: Uh, I've sacrificed Shortsword to it like quite a few times. Oh, oh yeah, yep. mm-hmm. because like once the parent toughness oh, like doesn't matter so much because they've got a five five or whatever. I'll just like goblin barrage their like flyer and then just sack my short sword and deal four Do
3: to their
2: face.
0: In, yeah. I
1: yeah. mm-hmm. uh, are the cards for red green.
3: So this is the deck that really appreciates the ramp spell, the um, growth from the ashes, and tends to be more than two colors. Yep. Um, a splash. lot of my my red green deck splash black for better removal or splash white for flyers or blue for flyers. Mm-hmm. Um, the growth from the
0: ashes being able to fix for two colors.
3: Makes yeah. it amazing for splashing. Uh, it.
1: It's uh, not too expensive spells. either, is it? Was like five mana kicked. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: Um, and you can go up the ground with sapralings, de incentivize them to attack, take turn five off uh, to, to spell to, to kick, to kick your spell, and then you can cast two every spells thing. a turn yeah. for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Mm. Um, other than that, fight with fire goes in every red deck, but this is the
0: deck that's most likely to be able to kick it. Mm-hmm. Because you have elf, Elfheim Druid is oh so God. strong. I, um, pick one, pack oh, yeah, one. Elfheim
1: Druid or Llanowid Elves. Elfheim Druid. Yeah, it's insane, oh, really? right? Yeah. So I, I played Elfheim Druid the other day and it was good. Cause it's I had so a sick. Like, like Druid was floating around. Yeah. I was just like I'll oh, tap all this crap. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I lost the
0: game, but I shouldn't have. Where I went, turn two Elfheim Druid, turn three Elfheim Druid, kick Baloth Gorgia, kick Baloth oh, Gorgia. How did you lose that game? Uh, he uh, tempered me, oh, okay. so he like bounced one back to yeah. my hand and hit me with flyers. Uh, it seems insane to have lost it, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Two, a seven-seven on turn five and six. Turn so four
1: and five, sorry. But you can't do anything <laughs> than just produce mana with the Fame Druid, though, because what else? What else can you do? Because you pretty much block nothing, you attack for nothing, so he just sits around there. Looking. Yeah,
0: yeah. But the the kicker upside is so strong mm. that uh, I actually would pick it over Lanowar Elves because you can actually kick some of this six, seven, eight mana stuff.
2: Hmm.
1: I just love that quick start, though. You know, I, I feel yeah, like totally. if you've got two or three Lanowar Elves in your deck, you're pretty sure you're going to see them, and if early on, mm. and you just play, just play a When you play a forest. three
0: drop on turn two and a four drop on turn yeah. three, unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it
3: feels
1: terrible well, you have when you do Lanowar
3: Elf it. into Elf M Druid starts. And there you awesome go.
1: Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyone else? Well, uh, the um, red just fruit.
3: generic big stuff for this deck. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Balfrig is good. It's always good. Uh, Grun is a trap. Don't play a Grun. Yeah. Oh. I mean he's fine. need no, if you need if you need, a, if you need an end game beef, he is fine. But he, yeah, there's a lot of chump blockers in this like format. A
1: sapraling for
0: A-Sapraling.
1: example. A <laughs> <laughs> um, this Just a question about Squee. Is he? I, I don't know if I asked this before. Just the defensive card.
0: Uh, well, yeah, but yeah? he's the 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 best bit about this is that he can block forever. If he yeah. attacks, obviously, just can get blocked by a two three. But uh, a three mana 2-1 that you can play any time is the best defender. Yeah. This Uh, is another
3: example of a mana sink that you can Mm. use throughout the game. Mm. Because you can always just get it back. I had an opponent um, have double squee in his deck. And he played... Sorry, they played uh, the 4-2, the paladin. That whenever you cast a historic spell... um, They take two damage. They take two damage. So he killed me by
0: casting squee. And then casting Squee, so, so you so you play one, play the second to the legend rule, sack the first one. You played the second one, so it triggers the historic thing, okay, and they take two yeah. damage. You cast the other one from your graveyard and just do it. So for every three men you just deal them two damage. Just like,
1: all right, yeah, that sounds nasty, Felt pretty bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, how go, how do you guys feel about Keldon Overseer? I got a lot of good value out of that. Uh, only as a only as a kicked. Uh, kicked effect, just grabbing the Yeah, grabbing I've actually
0: been beaten down pretty effectively yeah. by it just as a 3-1 haste. Mm. But at 7, it is a fantastic curve topper in these kind of red-green kicker decks. Yeah, exactly. Um, taking their flyer and hitting them with the flyer they're expecting to block with the Sarah Angel. <laughs> I've yeah. played Sarah Angel and they've taken it and hit me with it so many times. I've been like, stop.
1: Yeah, um, I've, I thought I felt like it was always It's kind of... Con- turn some games because you're taking usually the, the, the strongest hitter mm. and turning it on and you've got this guy as well who's got haste so he can join in the fight yeah was he a 3-1 he's a 3-1 haste
0: yeah, yeah. So, you're so usually having six chunk. or seven mana to the board uh, six or seven power to the board and taking a blocker away yeah which is huge
1: you, this sort of card usually seems like it's like never something you're never gonna play but um i don't yeah. know had fun with it mm-hmm. we were talking before about how draft is self-correcting this is a
3: card that can lean towards aggro. So if yep. people are dirtling around a lot, you can't just play this on turn three on the play
0: and beat them down with your mm-hmm. two drop. If you go one go drop, two Overseer. drop, three, one haste, yeah, they've taken like 10 damage before they've even... If yeah. They go Divination, they've died. Div- like, Div- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, I'm just going to do some mana fixing and... Oh my God, they I've go just taken 10 damage. Stavayer,
0: which is actually pretty good against
1: Overseer, but
0: um, hmm.
1: still. Uh, that was red-green then, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, and... Um, I was, I, we just said we weren't going to talk about green-white, but I've got it here down as a, as a thing. Are you we just want us yeah. to
2: talk about green-white. No, no, I have really. noticed that when, those, we, those, when, we veto, when we
0: were vetoing colours before, you yeah. knocked out four of the blue ones. Okay, well,
1: yeah. <laughs> You've got to find learn it.
0: to play blue. It's I good know, times. I want to learn about
1: blue. Which, one, which blue com- uh, allied colour do you want to talk about? Um, if not all of them. Let's talk about Green Blue. Green Blue is, sure. is a bit bizarre. Green Blue? Yeah,
0: Green Blue is, is odd. Me and Mishka were having this uh, conversation on the way in. All right, and we'll have it again gre- now. Green Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll relay the, uh, yeah. the results of that discussion to you here. Green Blue uh, doesn't have a home. It's a bit weird. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. But the, the most successful green blue decks that have been played against me. Green Flyers. Have been, yeah, all the green Flyers that there, oh. there are. Xanted <laughs> Swarm. Unyaro <laughs> Bees. Oh my God. It's um, an MTG card quest <laughs> question, isn't it? <laughs> green cards are flying. Jugan the Rising Star. There we go. Uh, um,
1: pro tip none of these are in Dominaria. Uh,
0: yeah, no, no green <laughs> flying creatures. Uh, yeah, blue green is a uh, like a like a tempo deck, uh, which it's I hate. I hate that word ramp when it's side advantage deck.
1: Yeah, so this- so you're ramping whilst you're stalling them, and then you get some big thing out at the end. And yeah, it's kind like the like there's great cards
0: in blue. There's great cards in green. Green's best cards are beefy boys yep. at the top of the <laughs> curve, rampy boys some, at the bottom of the curve. and blue's... gorgeous are female. <laughs> uh yeah beefy people uh and Lizard, lizards uh, it lizards and uh blue's best cards are like oh the card advantage and the good flyers at the top of the curve so if you mix that all together you get a blue green deck which is like a little bit of ramp if you turn to divination off of a lanao elves you are you're yeah. pretty happy you're heading oh, cards right. if you use your lanao yeah. elves to um play an academy drake on turn two also pretty pretty happy there um the the biggest thing with this is that you can kind of um, use bounce spells and uh, and, and these, these tempo things like return things to their hand and really hit them hard with balath gorges and your your giant spiders and such. So this can be a bit tempoy, but really you're just leveraging the best of both colors in in a deck. They don't necessarily work together. Yeah. And Tatyova is just like good good in every deck. Mm. I've splashed through oh,
1: yeah. many times. God, I just ignore that card so far. So slim Voter doesn't get a home here?
3: Unfortunately not. <laughs> slim Voter is one of those cards that sounds amazing. It does, yeah. right? It sounds
1: fantastic.
0: But I think if you have a Slim Voter deck, you know. Because you yeah. have a bunch of ramp and a bunch of board control and you just need an 8-8 eight eight for some god-known
1: reason. And a fistful of merfolk. And just a fistful of merfolks yeah. to
0: keep on the board while you... <laughs> Don't prioritise this
3: card. You will no. be able to pick it up later. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I had a... <laughs> I just played a draft yesterday where I got a second last and a last pick slid voter and people were taking basic lands over it. <laughs> I was like, oh sweet, a slim voter for my sideboard. Oh, another slim voter. Someone took a planes over this. Holy <laughs> moly, that's off the hook, that. <laughs> that Tatiova? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's Very good. Very strong. Oh, mm. Have you managed to kick a um, Grow From The Ashes after having one of them out? I have not. I haven't cast Grow from the Ashes yet either. What? I haven't cast Divination or Grow from the Ashes in this format
1: yet.
2: What?
1: Mm. I've only drafted it nine times. Surprisingly, no Divination for me. Grow from the Ashes, plenty of times. Yeah. yeah, What what strikes me after this discussion is that, again, we're only covering common and uncommon cards, not even gone near the rares or mythics, and you feel perfectly fine, don't you? Yeah. You can easily go. You don't have to worry about all that stuff. Mm. And that's, a, uh, that's, like, stunning to me. Mm. It's not, We're not having that conversation where, like, okay, this is the this mythic uh, deck. If you get this, this is what you're going to build. Or this rare, you're looking for this rare, and then you get this. Uh, so we're not starting from the rare and working backwards. Yeah, yeah. which is what Draw-drop. a lot of
0: the formats have, have been previously, where it's, like, it was super bomb-driven.
1: Mm. That's what I, it's, it's Rebeed now, not not, not removal bombs evasion. Yeah, yeah. Rabid. Uh, uh, even t- I like eva- I like removal and evasion before the bombs. Speed. Even I got re- rebed now. <laughs> rebed. which make was the sound that Yagel makes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, every pack is guaranteed to have a legendary in it, um, and all these legendaries, I think, with probably the exception of Rona, I think, are very very powerful. Um, mm when you can cast them. So no matter what, your deck, if you first pick one of these and you say you stick with those colours, you're going to have some bombs mm. in your deck. It's very hard to have a deck without anything that's, that's going to finish the Like mm-hmm.
1: Shana Sisei's Legacy, that's been like very effective. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's just, that's it's one of those ones control. that
0: really spirals out of control if yeah. you don't kill it immediately. In the
3: first week of the format,
0: I blanked so many um, of the, <laughs> really? uh, what's it
3: called, the enchantment oh. that flashes in Oh, uh, seal away. Seal away. Because I just attacked with a 1-1 a one, one shun and they go, ha, seal away. Doesn't doesn't, doesn't hit it because it. it's like a
0: triggered oh, yeah. ability from seal away that exiles the creature that's an ability
1: oh really yeah yeah mm. oh so it's so not exile I it doesn't so that.
0: so it goes seal away so you play seal away and then it goes when seal away enters the battlefield oh it has this exile target creature and that's an ability from the card and so, it so just, it's not
1: like a viscera where it's just destroy target yeah, creature yeah. it's it not doesn't waiting for the card to enter yeah. the battlefield mm-hmm. oh man
0: and in the first week, nobody knew about this
1: yeah yeah i didn't know about it until you just said it then <laughs> i would have quite happily tried that so maybe watch out for that as well. Because yeah, I'd let, someone, I'd let someone seal away. Uh, else, manipulator can't
3: hit the shiner. Ooh. ability as well.
1: All right. Uh, I'm Ooh. sure there's
3: other things that I can't...
1: Ariel about. can't destroy it.
2: Yep.
1: Mm. All right. Good stuff. Did some, did some draft color pairing learning. All right. We're going to uh, get back and finish off this uh, big quiz night. We've got uh, Aaron on six... Mishka on four. Four, Yeah, Yeah, you can still win it. You can still win it. Let's see how we go. Let's see how we'll go with flavor text. Right after this. You love the theme tune too. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. 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 Dominaria, flavor text. Hey, you wouldn't believe what I've done. I've made a a bit of it's called oh this one is called the Dominaria Code. (sighs) Yes, I made up the Da Vinci. A code? No, no, cool. no, no. This is an a original code. idea. Wow! Dan <laughs> <laughs> Brown's the no, dominaria no, no. code. No, right. I mean, David Wildsmith's a dominaria code. A dominaria Correct. code. Correct. Here we go. Ready for the clue? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. You might want to write it down. <clears throat> Fourteen. Seventy-one. It's like domino- It's like bingo. Forty-six. Fourteen. Eight. That is the dominaria code and now it's flavor text um flavor text number one he watches the pass in both directions and all must pay his toll yeah he watches the pass in both directions and all must pay his toll so i read the flavor text you tell me what card it is
3: oh like do we write it down or do we yeah do you write
1: that? the answer down to the card the, the answer is the card name all right, all right done <laughs> oh, it'd get me tight. Aaron's struggling. All right. Flavor text number two for the Dominaria Code. Just getting Aaron a bit of time. You've got to be pretty smart to live long as me, but not being able to die helps. That's uh, card number two in the Dominaria Code Flavor Text. Aaron looks like he's struggling, I don't know if he's just play acting. This is, this is a tactic.
0: <laughs> I, l- l- I haven't looked at very much Flavor Text this set.
1: I'm very sad. (laughs) And remember, just remember, Aaron is on six. Mishka's on four. Just need two more than Aaron just to tie it up. Get all three and Aaron struggles like his face is uh, alluding to. He could come away with the victory. Don't forget the the code. All right. The final one in uh, flavor text for the Dominaria code is The Hammer Strikes, The Flame Awakens. There we go. That was that was flavor tax. Are you all good then? I think so. All right. So I'll just write. Oh, wait. No, they don't have flavor text. So then uh, Aaron and Mishka. Aaron's on six. Mishka on four. Let's see how we do. Okay. First one. He watches the pass in both directions and almost pay his toll. Aaron, what do you got? All right. bad steward of Argive. Ah, bad. What have you got? The two-headed giant? It's a two-headed giant. Ah! Because ah, he's got two heads, so he can watch the pass in both directions. Oh, yeah. Also, he's standing in a. I knew it wasn't bad. I just. Yeah, no, he's all about taxes. To to pay him. his toll. Yeah, one mana. So much fun the other day. Uh, I had that out, and, and Zoe would tap two lands, and I go, "Oh, take him with two creatures there." Eh? <laughs> 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 uh. Good I fun. bet she loved that. So, oh, she was having a great yeah. time. Oh, she destroyed me. But that bit was—it <laughs> was all worth the while. Hey, how clinical was, is Zoe nowadays? It's really oh, it's it's magic. magic? Yeah, 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 I know. Might. She wasn't going for the jokes or the small talk in between. It was just She's about like, destroy, gonna, destroy, destroy. You. Game ended, and she was like, "Oh, you want to chill out?" Not with that. <laughs> <laughs> it was so horrible. I love it. All right, um, Mishka, you've got to be pretty smart to live long as me, but not being able to die helps. That's a pretty easy one. Squee the Immortal. I also wrote Squee the Immortal. Okay, that's Did one you H. Squee the Immortal or just Squee? I just wrote Squee.
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron <laughs> goes Squee goblin nabob, <laughs> Which was that's his brother. of Squee. No,
1: it's the same guy. It's the same guy? Yeah, yeah he's the immortal. Mm. Oh, so he's got lots of roles. So he's, he, he's a, a
0: character from the from the past, and um, someone makes him immortal as a joke, <laughs> right? like actually to torture him over and over and over and over again. Oh, just make someone him... enchant him with immortality. Is right this Squee
1: we're talking about? Squee, yeah. That's his story. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, he's happy looking guy. He's he, one ear is higher than the other. Anyway, um, Aaron, the yeah. hammer strikes, the flame awakens, Valduk. What have you got, Mishka? I've got Valduk as well. Oh, they're both... Well, of course, they're both correct. It's the same answer. But that's correct. So, Aaron wins 8 uh, to oh, 6. I have no idea what the code was about. Did you get the code, Mishka? Eight 7, right? What's that? 8 to 7, right? 8 to 7? Yeah. Now, has he got 3? Uh, 1, 2, 3, you got 3? Oh, no, I was 9 that. to 7.
0: 9 to 7. Because you only made up the... Oh, no. 8 to 8. eight, yeah, eight yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it 8 to 6. Aaron still wins who cares. Sure! <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like I've got a like a, a fancy coloured um, you know lit up board of numbers here. Did you Did you get the clue? No, I didn't. All right, I, I read it uh, awkwardly to make it hard for you. Instead of reading it fourteen seventy one forty six fourteen and eight, if you make it one hundred forty seven one hundred forty six and one hundred forty eight, those are the card numbers. And so I just put them out of sequence. So.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so was, we knew they were all cards in the same colour. They were
1: all right next to each other. Woo! So I love it. Was it. Like, that's it was that's all right. Squee, two-headed giant, Valduk. That is great. Yeah. Look oh. at that. Alrighty. That was uh, Flavour Text and overall Aaron wins again. <laughs> like, like he did against Anthony Lee.
2: Hot garbage. Uh,
1: Aaron Graham, uh, Hot Garbage for Dominaria.
0: Icy Manipulator? Oh, it's a reprint from Alpha. I don't care. This card sucks to play against. It's good, though. Uh, Mishka Matzol, uh, Hot Garbage. Sylvan Awakening. I hate that card
3: so much. What? It should not be played <clears throat> unless you're playing a ramp deck. Okay, that was uh,
1: Hot Garbage for Dominaria. Oh, I can hear the uh, famous Dominaria guitar slappers. It's not, it's not a, an attractive title. I love a good guitar slapper. It's great. It's nice to be back on the old home world, just looking around, at uh, wow, that's a good price for that thing. Eh? Oh, no. I was going to buy a tissue off you, sir. Oh, God. Oh. It's Aaron Graham. Hello. Um... It's me. I'm on Dominaria now. Yeah. I know. I came back to Dominaria. I thought I could get here. I thought Old World wouldn't run into you at all. But um, I do notice that you're using my first and my middle name. uh, Yeah. Mm Uh, What's your What's your surname? Premonitions. Oh, yes. Sorry, Aaron Graham. Premonitions. Mr. Premonitions. um, Have you? We've gone into Dominaria now, which is kind of interesting because we've gone back from the whole home world and pull stuff out. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I can see the future, mate. Yeah. We've heard that there's a corset coming yeah. up. Yeah. Can you tell us anything about what okay. might be ahead for Are us? You ready? What we should be planning on? Corset. I can. See, oh, I can see into the future. Ooh. Yeah. We, the corset just just is
0: very. It's got a lot
1: of stuff. It's simpler. Yeah. It's
0: less. It's it's magic mm. at its at its core. That's pretty Which much is how what you'd expect from. the corset. Corset. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All the corset. Yeah. 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 I'm not done. Okay. Kicker. Kick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, no, no. There's, um, there's a lot going on in the set, but it does feel a little bit like Dominaria. Mm. Sometime over the next oh, a few months, yeah, are going to do an announcement. They're going to say, hey, corset 2019 is pretty much Dominaria Part 2. Aren't they going to say that? They're going to say, yeah. They've already admitted it in the articles. Then they're going to say, so this hey, is something you've already read you in the wanna... article no, for no, your no, premonition. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> the premonition is yeah, they're going to say, hey, you are on draft... Magic 2019, mm. draft two Magic 2019 and one Dominaria pack. Oh, they're going to do that again. Yeah. Secretly, like though, everyone was like, oh, Dominaria by itself, then Corset by itself. <laughs> you can mix them because their themes oh, overlap, the mate. Uh, is that going to be warmly yeah. welcomed? Everyone loves Dominaria. Yeah. Everyone loves the Corset. Corset's not juicy enough by itself. Add a little bit of juice in there. Ooh, oh, so yeah. it'll be a special Dominaria. draft or Ooh. that'll be
1: regular draft? You can
0: do it. Have to, oh, but they suit each other very well. Build a knight deck,
1: can I build a goblin Actually, deck? We can do that. Build a wizard deck. Do you think wizard deck is going to build pick a up? sapling deck?
2: Mm. You Goodbye. Think... Oh,
1: that was it. <coughs> oh, can I buy one of these? Oh, shit. he's gone. I'll go listen to some guitar slappers. That was uh, Aaron Graham's premonitions. Aaron Graham premonitions straight from. Oh, you're back. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Needs and Twos Needs and Twos
1: Needs and Twos uh, Needs and Twos There's so much magic news going on uh, we probably, I thought we'd hit them up with some dates Here we go Right uh, Of course F&M's happening everywhere yep. Local good game store perhaps Just down the street Dominaria <laughs> <laughs> Draft It's popping It's popping Getting to that yeah. Ignore standard for a couple of months no, don't, don't do that. We got a grand prix to <laughs> <case>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six weeks away. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, nah, but there's yeah. a pro to before
3: then. Okay, it's fine.
1: Yeah. But yeah, as as you've heard in in the pod, the the draft scene for Dominaria is fantastic. So it's if you're not doing it, get into it. And then this, do you want to shine a bit of a light on Brawl for us, which is coming out? So.
0: I've been off commander for a little while because of this weird kind of social contract where my commander isn't your commander, isn't the group's commander, isn't the store's commander, because... What does, I, that, what does that all mean? So, so what that means is I, I build a commander deck. I build mm. it around a cool, legendary creature. I build, like, a 100-card cat deck, whatever. Mm. Play against someone um, that's a friend of mine, and they go, hey, I wanted to make the most broken combo commander deck that I could because it's within the rules. Yeah. I go, I play a cat, and they go, I kill you on turn three. And they go... <laughs> Fun, that's, that's great oh, My, my cat was lifelink well, I have a lifelink cat, does that change anything? And they
1: go, no, I mill your deck and I kill your mm. mum All all lifelink cards Explode into flames oh. <laughs> If you could draw a lifelink creature, oh. you lose the game Is what my friend's deck does Then you go, oh it's okay Command is a multiplayer
0: format, it's political Maybe I won't get targeted with this if we play a four player game I'm playing my cat deck. My friend's playing the turn three combo kill deck. The guy over there is playing a group hug deck, which is a thing that, like, they win the long game by, like, making everyone their friend, and then they're the only one left in when everyone else has killed themselves. Then they kill them with a weird combo. That's also a thing you can do in Commander. Right. And then there's another one that's just, like... Um, like
1: ridiculous like ramp garbage. I love I love the idea of getting a solid theme, building a 100 card deck, having a cool legendary creature that's attached to it and just playing just to see sort of where it leads you. That just gone on in a bit of a, a Gloomhaven type adventure yeah. through magic. That yeah. sounds like and, fun.
0: And it's also like a deck you can work on over time. You yeah. tweak it. When a new set comes out, you go, wow, this would be great for my commander deck. Yeah, foil it up. But, like, Get the full art I used to play with a group that all, always just played play commander, like, all the time. And I would look at it with a deck-building perspective, like a, like a more competitive one. So I'd be like, hey, this works with this, this works with this. I won't put anything in my deck that doesn't do anything. They were like, hey, can you stop playing such competitive decks? I was like, what? You want to <laughs> put creatures with less abilities in them? I don't understand the point. Because I kept winning because I can play tight and I built a good deck. And they're like, oh, can you not? And so they started doing stuff like playing flash fires to like destroy all planes, destroy all islands because those were the sorts of decks that I was playing. <laughs> right. And then you're like, is this allowed? Like, I don't yeah. want to play against that kind of stuff. But it's all within the same rule sphere. So mm. everyone needs to be on the same
1: page. And the, and the rules never suit everybody. And the rules everybody.
0: never change and they never suit everyone equally. So mm. this is why we can't, it's difficult to run in store because everyone has a different idea of what commander is. It's great to play with your buddies because you're all on the same level. Brawl is Standard Commander with 60 cards. 60 cards is because it's less of a card pool to choose from. Uh, you choose a Legendary Creature or Planeswalker from all the sets. Well, when am in I going to get my
1: Legendary Creatures from? Oh, yeah, well, maybe, who knows? Yeah. Maybe
0: Dominaria. <laughs> uh, uh, so you can choose Jace Cunningcast away from Ixalan because he's a Legendary Planeswalker now. Uh, but the thing with this is that it keeps everyone on the same page because the power level of Standard is a lot more flat. You can't do a turn three combo kill in Brawl. But you can build a synergistic deck around a theme. So I built Whisper Blood Liturgist, which is one of the uncommon legends from the new set. It's going to be pretty sweet. It's Do not going to be a super
1: powerful. Standard ban list for. Standard ban list
0: applies as well. Okay, normal. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, If we start running Brawl, we're going to ban Baral and Galta immediately because they're like the ones that are just tearing up all the online tournaments. Um, but we want to stop people from doing the busted stuff and just have a good time with it. So, yeah, brawl is brawl it's going to be fun. I'm going to always have a brawl
1: deck, I think, because it's yeah. just yeah. silly fun. Yeah, but, it's, but it does take away the element of you being able to build a commander deck and work on it over time. You've got to... It,
0: yeah, it, yeah, it does. Yeah. But
1: like, it matters so little that I'm just going to use my standard chaff to
0: turn into my brawl deck and I'll just... You, That's so you, think I think of,
3: you draft so much or you play so much, yeah. and you end up accruing all these cards anyway. Yeah
1: and it's and it's one you can only something. have one of that uh, one card can't you one of so each card one is a singleton yeah
3: yeah Obviously because it is standard and not older formats with cards that are quite rare the price the en- price of entry tends to be a lot easier yeah. than mm-hmm.
1: yeah like commander yeah okay the next innovation is uh, Battle Bond, which is this year's draft innovation uh, set and and the first designed specifically for Tour de giant play that comes out June 8th mm-hmm. which is almost now it's, it's about three weeks away, away yeah. yeah but that's that's almost now yeah like if you geez. live to be 120 that's really now is yeah. practically now
0: battle bond is already out
1: <laughs> yeah it's pretty much it's like you've already played it yeah. all right that news is over oh yeah battle <laughs> bond yeah, yeah, yeah battle bond that's gonna be cool right because i have two no idea giants. what's gonna be
0: in it how no, are they gonna make it work
1: i don't know but like two you of the giants put- the best get- Two life each. They're the best social fun that you get in a pre release, right? Where you just go in there with your mates and you can all team up and whatever, or you can, you just get to play. It mm. also helps new players come along, play, get, play with someone that's more experienced than them. You learn a whole heap. Like I learned a whole heap just playing with Aaron at the last one, mm. uh, just, just about, just about, um, well, I, I forgot what you like, demeanor or just like thinking about, you know, like I said, I came up to you afterwards, didn't I? I said, it was a completely different attitude you, you had. After we built the deck, then you, we picked it up and looked at it, and if we couldn't go anywhere with it, we're just like, "Ah, oh, well, this is just, you know, this yeah. is the way this is going to go for yeah. us this game," you know. <laughs> and before, I was always like, "No, I'm, there must be a way I can strong arm this this particular draw into winning or saying well, what do sure, I have to do." Yeah. And if this isn't happening for you in that game, maybe it just doesn't happen for you in that game. And you know, we went four, but it was it was a great way to relook really at the game, and that yeah. was just um, yeah, two of giant stuff seeing mm. how people other someone else makes decisions.
0: Y- yeah, we. Um a Two-Headed Giant is one of the best examples of like involving other people in, in Magic. Like Often it's a solo game, it's just one-on-one, it's you and it's your opponent. But some of the best times that I've had are in ridiculous things happening in Two-Headed Giant or when we were playing teams in Grand Prix Sydney, yeah. me, Mishka and, and Kian were on a team there, Pod, pod alumni, well he's hasn't graduated, he'll probably be on the podcast at some point. Keen. Keen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, we all played in a team and we're just like all talking across the table and comparing each other's hands and laughing at silly situations and
1: getting blown out by prowling oh, Serpapard. That yep, um, shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. So, Battle One, we're going to be expecting lots of to each opponent type of cards and for uh, every, every time. This
0: is the thing. I don't know how it's going to work
1: because it's, it's either got to
0: incentivize hitting both your opponents, then why didn't it just double whatever? Yeah. The thing was on the card,
1: like it yeah. was like deals two damage to each opponent. Why don't you just write four damage? To but be more p- interesting things weren't it? like if if both opponents do something, this happens or
0: y- yeah uh, yeah just like I,
1: niche things that only happen in two-headed giant. I think they have had a good like a long
0: time of two-headed 20, giant. Twenty five years, twenty five years <laughs> of people giving them feedback about two-on-two formats that this is going to be pretty sweet. And uh, if it's anything like Conspiracy, which was a hoot for the first yeah. two and three, two or three drafts you did, whether you play Conspiracy all the time or, or whatever, it's going to be fun. And did, um, um,
1: do we know who the designers are for this? Uh,
0: it's like Gavin Verhey and like a whole bunch of people from the oh, okay. from the regular crew. Yeah.
3: Now you're actually drafting as a two-headed giant.
0: Y- yeah. So you can draft uh, four or eight, and then you'll play in your pod. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work. So it's like if, if you're an eight, that's four teams of two and then you and your partner are sitting on the opposite sides of the table. So you can't communicate? I, not about the draft, I, I assume. Oh, really? I, yeah, I don't know. But then how do you... Well, then what's the point in it? They haven't released the rules yet. They've only released the packaging and mm. some of the uh, rare lands which will get some playing commander and stuff as well.
1: I can also hear Anthony Lee's voice in the back of my head. Going, <laughs> it's like, don't. No, no, yeah, no. No, you know, saying that whole thing about, you know, we always just say, all right, one guy plays aggro, one guy plays the long game, you've got the whole game covered. I think Anthony, I think, not the one to misquote him, was something along the lines of, you're supposed to just do the same thing. Yeah. You know, if you both play aggro, get it over mm. with, you know, or both playing the long game, you must be really strong at the long game. Yeah. Um, alright as, as per usual if you if we've mentioned you throughout the podcast uh, get in touch at podcast at sevenlandhand.com and uh, we'll send you out a have got a hypermagic nerd badge still written here but that's not the case hot garbage badge or advertising tool badge and uh, you can win Stuff Fables by leaving a comment on the post for episode 119 currently pinned to the top of our Seven Land Hand Facebook page um, and thanks to everyone who uh, donated for the uh, Beyond Blue Challenge. Woo! That was awesome. Uh, yeah, gaming community kicking the ass of the mental health clinic community. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next fortnight with our review of. Is it next fortnight? My goodness, we've got a lot to do in between there and now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll be back with a review of Shade Spire. Uh, we've still got to unbox it, so we're a little bit behind schedule on that. But um, yeah, we've got that's our first Games Workshop game. We'll be on the table, and uh, Kai's going to come up and keep us in, honest on all of the the stories. Oh, we can do 40K 40K in forty k with forty k, yeah, we can seconds. do that. Well, it won't be for forty seconds because Shade Spire review for forty will, minutes. It'll go for a lot long. Yeah, it'll go about that long. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, he's been teaching people how to play, so he'll be able to get us up to speed pretty fast. Uh, and that's about it for, for Neats and Toys, unless you guys have got something, some of the Neatsy or Toysy stuff.
0: Got PPTQ coming up, 2nd of June, Standard, at Good Games Cannington.
1: Yeah. No idea what I'm going to play there.
0: That's supposed to be our
1: prep for the Grand Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. You don't know what you're going to play yet. No nah, Oh, last time that. you said you did that, you won the store championship. Yeah, so. sure did. Happy I days you, like, ahead. list and then.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what. When we go to Sydney on the weekend, because we're going to Sydney cause we're such jet setters, um, we'll get <laughs> get some uh, standard decks. Some standard decks. Yeah. And um, we can we can play the standard decks. Brew
0: them up. Uh, I got to do that
1: on tomorrow then. Yeah. Mm, Karen said he had one like a bar. Oh, sick. I don't know if he's going to be around. No, his decks
0: are. Are weird, okay. I think he knows that. how to make them work, but they are difficult.
1: No, I, no. I would not let's borrow. just go for bog standard. Yeah,
0: uh, other than that, I think we're
3: if you're interested in brawl, I think we're starting brawl at Good Games as well on Thursday, on nights. Thursday nights. Yeah, all yeah, oh, right,
1: oh, so it's already off, isn't it? Yeah, was yeah. there an official start to that? When did that start? It just seemed like, oh, we're gonna do it, or oh, it's been, uh, it been, was, been done.
0: it was in the release of Dominaria. They were like, hey, <laughs> you could <can> brawl. <laughs> is that
1: is that how the marketing people hey. came out? Hey,
0: hey. hey. Magic players, okay. How the article actually went was: Dominaria has so many sweet legends. What if there was a cool new way to play your legends with standard cards to keep That's making money from players buying standard booster packs <laughs> instead of just like investing in the secondary
1: market? His brawl to fix all of our problems and none of yours. <laughs> hey, can you? You can have more than one legendary card in there, but one of only one of them's ID'd as your commander. Uh, yep. So you can no, th- you can't have Whisper Blood Liturgist as your commander
0: and then have a second copy in your deck.
1: No, no, I mean, but then you could play Slime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah, you can do whatever.
0: Uh, yeah, I've got quite a few legends of mine. I'm thinking of just changing it to Josu Vess, but Whisper Blood Liturgist is.
1: Mm, they come sweet. The console of allocation.
0: Is that what you're going to make? Yeah. Nasty. You nasty man. I've uh, got
1: no idea how to go about it. Is it going to be so diverse that you can just pretty much brew up I your think okay, so. Yep. I love brewing decks, pick, but pick it seems like a, pointless and Pick standard. a
0: legend. Yeah. That you really, really
3: like. That
1: you really like. Mm. Build a whole deck
0: just around that
1: as Funny. if it's constantly in your hand. Because it is. Yep. Because you can... Oh, if it goes to your graveyard, you can play it, you can cast it again? Yep. Or it goes to a weird for exile two, zone, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, for two extra mana. Right. So you play uh, green-white
0: tokens and you have Shanna always available to play for two and then four and then six and then eight mana every time it dies. Mm. But it's just like, if you build your whole deck around it, Shen is always going to be like a 6-6 six, six or a 7-7, seven, seven, right? Yeah. You play a shitload of sapperlings. You get to look through the old spoilers of Kaladesh and stuff. So, like, I'm playing Whisper, which is sac two creatures, bring something from your graveyard back to play. Suddenly all the weird fabricate stuff from Kaladesh is great because it makes multiple bodies yeah. from one card. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. I haven't played any with it. It probably sucks ass, but... <laughs>
1: I'll be good fun and there's no way to really go too heavy so you're going to get a decent game yeah because know. you can't because you don't have
0: four of so you just like yeah. play a weird long game yeah. it's going to be fun and also I've like no idea what I'm going to just happen. play the same brawl deck for the next year until rotation so mm. cool. so,
1: do you, so you know you're saying that you, you command it it's, do you start off with that in your hand uh, or you have no, it's
0: like that? in that exile zone. So you have your hand of seven, and you have your commander in your exile zone. Oh, right! But you can always cast your commander from your command zone. It's cool.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah nice. Pretty sweet. Yeah, I've learned how to brawl, baby. All baby brawl. Um, yeah. Goodbye. Oh, oh sorry. Good night. Good night. <laughs>
0: see.